0: All right, here we go. The 26th of October, 2023, it's the Sacred Fire of Liberty Hour, kicking it into gear in hour one with Jonathan E. Mord. We'll get updates on the campaign trail there for U.S. Senate in Virginia, as well as uh, perspectives on the new Speaker of the House and uh, uh, various things about, oh, man, that darn shooting in Maine. This guy was under apparently psychiatric care. What meds was he on? Another do you understand the the homicidal, suicidal ideation tendencies on those psychiatric meds? You got to ask it. I don't think that's been mentioned. I'm not sure. But anyway, we'll get to that as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, hour two. Uh, John Hewlett. We got a Jonathan and a John today. John Hewlett from uh, Cardio Miracle. Also a huge supporter of Jonathan E. Mort as well. So it's a great, great show today. I'm glad you're with us. Please share the show. A lot of people don't know it's on. Let them know. Remind them robertscottbell.com slash listen, and we'll get this healing party started for our country. And for those who love liberty around the world, let's get this thing going. The Robert
1: Scott Robert Scott Bell Show. Voice of health, freedom and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell show.
0: All right, as we crank up another edition of the Robert Scott Bell show, Sacred Fire of Liberty, uh with Jonathan E Mord, I just want to make an opening statement here. Uh because there's so much uh, discord, uh anger, hatred, rage, seething uh, you know, vengeance on people's minds that so I just want to make a a quick reminder, I don't know if it's a brief detour or what, that you are connected. I am. Connected. We are all connected to the source of all healing, of all love, of all divinity, of all creation. And that in that, through prayer and other things, we can get through and we can outcreate the baddest of bad guys. Because with God, you are a majority. And I just need that uplifting statement for myself, if not for anybody else. As a reminder, as we crank it up, because there's a lot going on we acknowledge we have to talk about. But I'm always glad to talk about it with my good friend and patriot, Jonathan E. Mort. I got my 1776 shirt from Jonathan wearing today. Jonathan, how are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing well, Robert. Glad to see you in that outfit, bud.
0: Oh, well, the weather turned enough for me to put on the hoodies again, and I love this one, and uh, I just wish we could have everybody in them, but certainly everybody check out emord4va.com to see what's happening there in Virginia and how what happens in Virginia will impact the rest of the country, putting um, Jonathan in the United States Senate. So we'll get some updates there, but as I said, I just needed to go a reminder, even for me, that prayerful connection to the divine, because a lot of times we feel very powerless, and even victimized by events on the planet, things that could righteously make us angry, right, and, and rageful and vengeful. At the same time, I don't want to live in the spirit of fear. That's not what God gave us. So uh, that's where I'm starting today's discussion with you, my friend.
2: Well, I appreciate that very much, Robert. Uh, we are in precarious times, and um, we have a roadmap for the solution to most of our problems. Believe it or not, the Constitution of the United States the Declaration of Independence define for us, uh, really for all time, a means by which we can achieve the goal of protecting the rights of the individual against the threats that are posed around us from the state and from proxies for the state. Uh, We have a fundamental commitment in this country to freedom of religion, which arises from the First Amendment. We have a a right of self-defense. The Second Amendment of the Constitution makes clear That's an unalienable right. It's a pre-political right that we have in any event, but it's recognized in the Constitution as one right against the power of the federal government. These things, this great rich rights tradition, nowhere else in the world but here, um, is really the way out for people worldwide. There's never been a successful rights revolution like there has been in the United States, but nonetheless, that's what people cry out for in in the world. They 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 flee from oppression. What's so astounding is that so many here are uh, speaking in terms of anti-Semitism, uh, trying to convince people to engage in violence, uh, and are interested in destroying the very genius of the American Constitution, the very genius of freedom in America, um, and uh, to replace it with what? With a totalitarian system with a authoritarian regime that would be dedicated to a theocracy or to particular religion. Um, But for the people of Israel, our staunch ally in the world, we should all be giving them sympathy. We should all be giving them our heartfelt support and letting them know that the unspeakable horrors visited upon them by the acts of terror that were committed um are ones that cannot be allowed to stand in the world and so it has a right israel has a right to completely obliterate hamas the terrorists and uh, hezbollah and also the islamic jihad because they are a threat to the world they're a threat to israel and they're a threat to free people everywhere we have suffered and will continue to suffer from acts of terror iranian-backed forces have killed american servicemen over the years and even to this day are bombarding american bases causing injury to american forces so we are aligned with people who want freedom in the world and that's a precious thing that's a precious alignment we have to pursue our own best interests it certainly isn't wise for the united states to enter into uh uh putting direct warfare, warfare. but that unfortunately appears to be the direction the Biden administration may be going in. And I'm, I I think all of us look at that with a degree of skepticism because of how crass Biden is and how self-absorbed he is, that he might even get us into an international war in order to try to bolster his chances of being reelected, right
0: to distract us from all the crimes that he's committed and and you know the incompetence of the Biden administration in this sense, uh, you know through weakness that we can somehow triumph. And and as I say, to be strong doesn't mean you go to war at the drop of a hat. In fact, because you're strong, you can uh, you're better suited to not have to at that point.
2: Well, we and- can be so intelligent, as I've mentioned, with regard to the Ukraine conflict. If we just restored energy independence to America and exported oil and gas through uh, liquefied natural gas depots throughout Europe, we could replace Russia's source of revenue, 98% of which... Yeah,
0: we'd win it don't. economically yeah. without firing a
2: shot. we win it economically. And when it comes to Israel, we can support Israel, we can provide them with weapons that they need, and Israel can defend itself and, and pursue its interests, which are aligned with ours, without having to put American forces on the ground, without having to get into yet a, a massive war in the Middle East, that we will not uh, benefit from one iota. And so, uh, yes, it's our ally. Yes, we have to stand against terrorism. Yes, Israel is a a uh, a strength that is supporting our flank against terrorists directly hitting us. No question about it. They're depleting terrorists. They're diminishing their threat to us. Uh, but. Uh, the fact of the matter is Israel can handle itself. It's done very well in doing so. It can fight these battles. It has the greatest interest in doing so. And we just need to support Israel. But if we put our forces in harm's way and invite a, an attack by terrorists against them as a pretext to create a justification for a full-scale war, this is stupidity because yeah. it will only hurt us in the end. The thing that does uh, the smartest approach to this whole situation is backing Israel and letting them understand that we are foursquare against them to the world, letting the world understand that we will do whatever is necessary to give them the armaments they need to ensure that Israel remains independent and remains an ally of the United States. And that uh, is not a strength that Biden can project. He's full of weakness, contradiction, and uh, really um, providing aid and comfort to the very enemy that is now the enemy of the United States and Israel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, a hot war with China and Russia and <clears throat> Iran is not in the best interest, even if it is, I estimate, to cover up the crimes of the Biden administration and or to succeed in, in, in putting him in place if he's still alive then, uh, as old as he is uh, for another term. Uh, Jonathan, this is, uh, you know, it's hard. It's disgusting. You have to talk about it. But the history of politics is rife with corruption. And this isn't just about Biden necessarily. It's the whole history of, of government and why our founders said we need to make a limited cage for government to exist within to not. Well, we, go need more-
2: to, we need to understand why this happened to begin with. This only happened because of Biden's weakness, because his willingness to uh, basically appease the Iranians led the Iranians to understand, rightfully so, that this is a weak president and that if there's any time for us to attack Israel, it's now. They then triggered Hamas, triggered all of the actions against Israel from Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah and are continuing to finance and promote that because they recognize that uh, Biden is weak. Uh, he showed their, his willingness to allow them to get a nuclear weapon Uh, He has failed to defend our own Navy when it has been assaulted, our own troops. uh, We have responded. However, we haven't obliterated the threat, which is uh, really amazing. Uh, And then, of course, even in this hostage situation where he gave $6 billion of aid, allegedly only humanitarian aid, to iran for the exchange of those hostages outrageous sign to them of utter weakness and willingness to pay massive sums freezing up uh, eliminating the freeze on those funds i should say but the fact is uh, that they recognize our utter stupidity there as well whenever you give any aid in that quantitative amount six billion dollars to an enemy of your own country uh if you call it humanitarian i mean When is the last time Iran actually followed through and honored international law and respected limits on its spending power? I mean, they're going to use it immediately for arms. They're also going to free, even if they didn't, they would free up funds they would otherwise expend, and that would give them uh, money for arms. So it is, in fact, uh, providing aid and comfort to an enemy to supply weapons that are used against our ally Israel, and against ultimately the United States too. So you can't project weakness and be taken seriously by an enemy as cutthroat as Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas and Islamic Jihad and ISIS and Al-Qaeda. You have to treat them with absolute strength. You have to show them resolution. You have to show them that you are intent on obliterating them from the planet. And if you don't, they Mm -hmm. will slit your throat. We saw what happened in Israel. That could happen here in the United States. Open borders is also an enormous sign to the world, uh, to all of our enemies, just how outrageously weak we are when we have uh, enemies of the United States, members of the CCP, communist, uh, I mean, excuse me, the PLA, coming through our southern border with virtually no restriction. When we have Hamas that came through our southern border with virtually no restriction, when we have all of terrorists, over 105 of which came through our southern border or somewhere in the United States, and that's a conservative estimate. They think there's substantially more. So this president has has basically said to the world, we will be your welfare agent. And if you wish to commit crimes against Americans, we will not stop you from entering the country and doing that. Uh, And I don't think there's any greater sign of weakness than that. I think the rest of the world understands that this administration will basically uh, uh, turn over if it's pushed. And I think with Biden, though, uh, when he's looking at the 2024 election, how low his popularity is, he has to do something to change the dynamic. And I think his aides are probably contemplating how uh, a war might uh, uh, aid him. Uh, Most Americans rally around a president in a time of war. I think in this instance, however, they're mistaken because I think everybody knows Biden is an idiot. Everybody understands he lacks the mental wherewithal to actually function as commander in chief and to defend our interests. So if anything, if he goes to war, the whole nation is going to panic because Mm. he's simply incapable of an intelligent leadership. And he's paralyzed by both mental deficiency and uh, his own corruption.
0: Jonathan, I, I want to talk about what I perceive to be a difference between when we talk about defending life and liberty, yet also support you know, the, the right of a nation to defend its borders, et cetera, even though we're not defending ours. I don't celebrate the loss of life, of innocent life in Gaza among Palestinians, women, children, innocents. And uh, yet we're seeing a lot of people in America on college campuses in particular, uh, just celebrating the attack, the initial attack that as controversial as it was as to how it happened uh, resulted in the deaths of people who have nothing to do with, you know,
2: it's, it's truly disgusting. It shows you the extent to which minds have been warped by uh, academia in this country. I mean, when you start from preschool all the way through, High school and then on to college, and you teach kids to hate their own country, to view the United States as effectively the same thing as they call it, the Great Satan, and to you know despise everything about America. How do you then uh, act with utter surprise when suddenly these students adopt the uh, propaganda of something like Hamas? That's what's happening, and it's disgusting. It's particularly galling to the intelligent and worldly who understand well that the horrors visited upon Israel are unspeakable and that people who would endorse that are equally guilty of the offenses themselves because they are indeed uh, complicit with this idea that human life can be devalued to the extent of massacring even babies, beheading them. This is, this is so brutal and so absolutely against every foundational principle of every religion in the world that uh, we ought to look at it with utter revulsion and we ought to condemn it and we ought to call for justice. And instead, you have these kids on college campuses. I, I should certainly hope that they're in the minority. I believe they must be uh, uh, celebrating this. How disgusting, how reprehensible. And I salute those businesses that have called for their names and are interested not in hiring them. Because mm-hmm. if you want to celebrate this, you should really carry the burden of that, which should yeah. be the the, the, the you know, the turning of the shoulder of anyone who is uh, an honest and decent and righteous person against those who endorse this sort of thing. It's it's so repulsive. And recognize, too, that it's only because of the Biden open border policy that so many uh, who are from that region who hate the United States are orchestrating these protests in New York and other cities. Had, Had we had a true immigration policy enforced that was capable of allowing us instead of criminal cartels to determine who comes into the United States, we would never have all of these people here who want to kill us. And that's when they when they show the support for Hamas in the United States, what they're doing is telegraphing to us. You're next.
0: I I, I just have a it's so difficult to to consider how this policy is even ever been in effect for a day, much less months to years. What other country on planet Earth would open its borders and allow people who openly hate and despise your way of life into your country? I just you said
2: not that. only let them in, Robert, but actually give them welfare, food stamps, free education, free medical care, transportation anywhere in the United States. That they want to go paid for by non-governmental a
0: policy of, of the destruction of your own country. Yeah, it's intentional
2: destruction of America. That's exactly what it is. And we have to be direct and clear about that. This is an effort to destroy life liberty, and property of American citizens in favor of elevating anyone outside of the country, any illegal alien who wants to come in. The rest of the world understands this and are sending the most violent people on earth to the United States. Our enemies are doing that, and also the criminal cartels, which are terrorist organizations, are doing that same thing.
0: And then we have the shooting, the tragic shooting in Maine last night. And you couldn't help but think, as Super Don and I were talking about this, it's like, oh, my gosh, is this one of those that snuck in or came in illegally? And, and you know, you think terrorism now, of course. At the same time, now we find out it's an ex-military guy who's very uh, proficient with weapons, this, this is what I'm learning, but also had some psychiatric he- issues and was not getting the help he needed. Or if he, even if he did, he was put on drugs and let loose. As you know, we've covered this for now decades, that these shootings – Most of them, the vast majority of them, whether they be school related or these wanton disasters that you're like, why, what would, what would incite somebody to do this? And you find out they may have been placed on numerous, if not one psychiatric medicine, which we know reduces the governor on your own behavior to restrict you from doing things you might even think about what you would never do. In other words, removing the limits on if you have a thought about suicide, if you have a thought about homicide and. And suddenly now those drugs take away the actual governor to say, I would never do that. And now you do it. And I'm like, this is another uh, self-imposed, let's see, through the medical monopoly again here in America without a foreign terrorist organization that does damage to the American people. It has nothing to do in reality with the right to keep and bear arms. This is a guy who was troubled and was drugged apparently. And that's where it should be focused.
2: Well, I, of course, am not in favor of excusing these acts by virtue of mental, diminished mental capacity or otherwise. I believe these people are possessed of their faculties, but I do want to say the FDA's allowance, unlike in England, for example, of allowing young people access to these serotonin reuptake inhibitors that that proliferate in the marketplace and are known by FDA and by uh, FDA censored the information for years, but its own medical reviewers fought back and ultimately got a black box warning. This, these drugs increase thoughts of suicide and violent behavior, they do. So they contribute, they aid and abet uh, predispositions to commit these acts of violence. We've seen it in the school shootings all over the country, a very high percentage of those who commit those acts are on these drugs, which are known to increase again Uh, violent behavior and suicidal thoughts. And then in addition now, we see this man who has been drugged by these same types of drugs uh, committing these acts. Now, that's not to say that they caused him to do those acts, but it's to say that those drugs contributed to a mental framework that is predisposed in that direction. And uh, in England, for example, based on the very same evidence the FDA rejected here, they banned those drugs for youth Here we give it to youth all over the country and uh, it's a shame. I mean, it's a horrible thing. They shouldn't be available to kids because of the, the downside of this, the real big risk. And furthermore, we've also discovered in the last year that the weak evidence, they didn't have more than placebo evidence to support these drugs to begin with, but we've now come to the findings in the medical community and the scientific community that these drugs don't even work, that the whole theory about serotonin reuptake inhibitors is false and that they have no effect whatsoever on on uh, treating psychosis. So that uh, combined with the evidence of increased risk of suicide and violent behavior ought to be enough to get all these drugs off the market to tell you the truth. Well,
0: and, you know, it's not just the kids, but the young people that serve in our military, like apparently this man uh, uh, seeking out help. And the VA be woefully inadequate in responding to it. And well, I, you know, I don't know if it's a budget it's issue hard. or whatever, but it's all well, drugs, it's- drugs and, and everything else, but well, not only drugs.
2: It is. And one in six Americans, Robert, are on psychiatric drugs. We are the most drugged country in the world. Psychiatric drugs are so common and so readily dispensed. It is a shocker for people, but recognize, you know, one in six people that you interact with the, in the population at large, you're undoubtedly interacting with people who are on these very same kinds of drugs.
0: Yeah, well, you go back to the history of America, and we've talked about it even in 20th century, there was a time when you could go to school with your gun. You know, you'd set it up against the shed and you'd have shooting clubs and things and uh, none of these crazy things were happening. And yet, what's the difference? A significant decline in in actual nutrition to support normal function, biological functions, emotional health and everything. And then the ignorance of, of, of that issue, replenishing or replacing nutrition with synthetic toxic poisons to the mental health of everybody that creates some things that wouldn't have normally happened, even in depressed or angry individuals. As I said, there's a great distinction here. It's known even within the peer reviewed literature on these psychiatric meds, what can happen? And, uh, the focal point has not been there. It's about how do we get more people on those drugs? Our culture in America is degraded due to the capturing of our agencies and our government and many of our Congress people and centers and presidents.
2: Well, We know in a lot of the shooter's cases, almost all of them, that these are premeditated actions. In other words, they plan these out very carefully and uh, they frequently have journals where they they explain the uh, mode of attack and so forth, all predicated on the idea that these methods that they are using are likely to come up with the least degree of resistance and allow them to kill the maximum number of people. And so the whole notion of gun-free zones around schools and all of this, it's an open invitation to these sick people who want to kill as many people as they possibly can. And so they realize that they're going to have virtually no opposition from armed individuals when they go into these locations. As you point out, this has not been true of American history generally. And so as a result, if we availed ourselves of our Second Amendment rights and also of organized militia, constitutional militia of retired military, for example, being in schools, armed, well-trained, being deputized as sheriffs, for example, uh, deputized as as, uh, deputy sheriffs, they would be in the position of protecting our kids in real time and protecting communities in real time so that one of these people who who, would... goes off the deep end and pulls out a weapon and starts firing would immediately have a response that would put stop them in their tracks
0: that was uh, my concern for what happened in maine uh, yeah i don't know the, the firearms laws in maine in terms of carry so well, i maine, don't know that it's a constitutional carry, carry state but yeah they get a so license to carry?
2: in maine robert yeah. about uh, firearms in maine so they, yeah. they have, they don't, I mean, the general person in Maine, I would say the typical person in Maine, unless they're in the rural areas of Maine are is probably unarmed. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I mean, that is an area rich for one of these sickos to kill people because they're not going to face opposition. Again, the reality is it makes perfect common sense. Why we don't do this is, is ridiculous. If we allow law abiding citizens to have weapons to defend themselves, they can put down these uh, threats uh, rapidly. If we don't or if we dissuade them or make it put encumbrances in front of them uh, mm. by getting a weapon or having constitutional carry, put encumbrances against that, then, of course, we're actually increasing the incidence of violence uh, and uh, in, in triggering these, these sickos to think that they can get away with this. That's what's happening uh if we had more people i mean texas is not a right place there have been several instances there but it, they've been put down rather rapidly by and large in texas because a well-armed populace well armed yeah
0: uh, i was thinking of that that the, remember the non-lethal uh gun, guns that are not technically firearms with okay. the burnham right burnham. You said you had that i was thinking for the people in Maine or other areas, I mean, to have something right that could, could could at least temporarily halt this, so somebody could take advantage of that weakness. At a, even if it's a non-lethal response, yeah, um, th- that's just something I, mean, I want everybody. Certainly, to-
2: uh, it's certainly a good thing to have in your house the BYRNA uh, as available to you, yeah. uh, because you know you don't want to destroy your home if there's a home invasion, as was pointed out to us by uh, those people in law enforcement. Many of the home invasions that take place today are with large numbers of people. It's not like one person breaking into your home. Oftentimes now it's a group, four, five, six people who are gonna ransack your home if they're going to engage in this sort of invasion. So you need both uh, lethal power to defend your life as well as uh, something like these Burna things, which I think are very helpful. They have uh, bullets that are comprised of uh, pepper and also uh, um, tear gas, as well as ones that don't have that, that just cause uh, a bit of an injury. Now what these things do, uh, they're very powerful. They hit you and the impact alone causes significant bruising and pain, but uh, they don't kill you. And they sometimes, you can get ones that release pepper spray, you can get some some of them that release tear gas, and they're disabling, enabling you to uh, get law enforcement to your house in time, and that's the that's the aim of this. It also is less destructive than uh, a, 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 a a bullet in in your home. Um, but uh, you know, this is a tragic thing to have to contemplate. But it's real. Yeah. We have to understand that our our societies are becoming more violent as a result of the uh, defund the police movement as a result of anti-incarceration prosecutors and as a result of the disabling of the criminal justice system, which the left has uh, pursued so for so many years now. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a suburban area, you are at risk uh, and you really need to take protective measures. You should own a weapon that has the capability of killing someone for uh, any instance in which your life may be threatened you should know how to use it you should train and uh, and there are many 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 places where you can do that oftentimes in the suburbs and then you also need i think it's wise to have non-lethal means that uh, you can use because you may be able to stop someone without killing them and that would right. be your objective of course that would be
0: preferable where possible uh, so i'll bring those up for consideration we had uh uh, Jeffrey Adam on when we were together at the Health Freedom Expo and uh, he was bringing that to my attention something that you already knew about as another option if you live in a city where they don't allow for any kind of firearms ownership or carrying um, these don't qualify as firearms so you have a capacity for some level of self-defense uh, so please consider that um, you know there's another thing it's kind of related to what we talked about on the college campuses you know I'm a tolerant guy right you know it's like we tolerate viewpoints that are not our own and, and we can even have respect for differing opinions, even if we disagree, but the the the, the seething rage and hatred against uh, Jewish people right now, anti-Semitism on the rise. Also, we've seen discrimination against people who have a Christian faith, even it's fascinating to see this, yeah. but if you know, it seems to be a little bit one-sided, you know, uh, if you, if you have and questions the, about the,
2: the anti-Semitism that is running rife around the country, partic- stemming from liberals and stemming from, Rashida Talib and AOC and uh, Ilan Omar. These people are strong anti-Semites. They're horrible. Uh, they should be roundly condemned, and yet they have political constituencies that support them. There is no room in this country for anti-Semitism. There's no room for anti-Christian views. We have got to stand up for people of faith. They are the work of liberty in this country, people of faith, are the righteous people who are defending your liberties. They believe in the Ten Commandments. They don't believe that people should steal. They don't believe that people have a right to take a life uh, without justification, without due process of law. They are standing foursquare in defense of morality and decency in our society, against pornography, against abuse of children, against this whole transitioning movement. They are the bedrock of support uh, for our values and for American traditions that support things that are in line with the Ten Commandments. Our whole criminal justice system is actually based on a Judeo-Christian ethic, the Ten Commandments being first and foremost among those things that they mirror. Um, in, and this has, has done us great a great service where we don't have arbitrary will, mm-hmm law in this country, but we have the rule of law, which really does ultimately stem from the Ten Commandments, the idea that you could have canonical law that would be clear to everyone and would not impose a prior restraint, but would tell people before they act in a way that would be harmful in deprivation of rights. Thomas Jefferson's definition of rightful liberty that I've said many times on this show is perfectly in alignment with this whole conception of the criminal law and of this idea that we're innocent until proven guilty, that we have a respect for the individual, that we believe that people are spiritual beings, not just automatons or appropriate slaves. We reject slavery on these grounds as well. Slavery is anathema to a Christian people and a Judaic uh, community too. So, you know, if we destroy these great people, if we ruin them, if we allow the abuse of them, uh, the torment and torture, which has oftentimes happened to them throughout history, we all suffer a degradation in the quality of life, in the right of people to have freedom in this country. Freedom is a religious concept. The notion yeah. of free agency, it, our foundational principles are based on the notion that our rights come from God, not from mm-hmm. government.
0: Well, so and this well, is I want to re- make a distinction here too. Pardon me. On the um, those that have those views that want, we might find vile and disgusting. I'll stand up and defend their right to say the, that they believe that. But again, when you're, just cheering for the the, the destruction, the wanton destruction of life of those that you have a disagreement with because uh, of their religion or their belief.
2: It's very it's this is a mentally ill society that they have created. It's a it's a very minor subset, but it's a very vocal subset right now, and we all should rise in condemnation of it. We all should be aligned with Israel. Israel is in defense of what? Of its right of self-determination and existence. The very same things we have to defend if we are to be a nation of free people. That They, they may disagree with us on uh, whether or not we are a capitalist society or a socialist society, and I would strongly recommend capitalism for them. But nonetheless, the point is, that they are Foursquare and ally in defense of freedom in that area of the world. And they are indispensable to our own freedom because the very same enemies of Israel are enemies of us. And to see kids across this country at different college campuses rising and saying that Hamas was right and that Israel was appropriately slaughtered by these people who are barbarians. They're worse than monsters. They, They really don't qualify for Definition of humanity. They are inhumane in every respect to do such things, to 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 do these horrible things—rapes and murders and brutal murders to the innocents. Um, these are these are barbarians, and they must be stopped. They must be eliminated. And fortunately for us, Israel has the power and the interest and the commitment in in doing that. But. It's our salvation to see that these people are removed from the earth.
0: Yeah, it's it's not. There's there's nothing nice or pretty in even talking about it. I just don't like it, but I think we have to. And, you know, there are people that are raised in hatred, in violence, raised and taught that there will be nothing better for you in life than to kill. Whether it be the infidel, whether it's Jew or Muslim, I don't care what side of it is. It you know they're...
2: we know that these people who went into Israel were were whipped up into a lather in support of this idea that that Jews are undeserving of any life and that they need to be completely extinguished, no matter what age, no matter what condition, and so they they were barbaric. I mean, I can't imagine the degree of brutality that was visited upon the Israeli people. And if you don't have sympathy for people who have suffered in this way, you're not human. If you show sympathy and support for those barbarians, monsters who devoured these innocents, uh, you are uh, acting in complicity with the greatest evil that you can imagine on earth. There's no, there's no greater evil than to destroy a baby, to kill a baby, to, to cut off the head of a child is, is absolutely horrifically evil. And uh, all of us, every single person who's uh, possessed of an ounce of righteousness should be able to say in unison that that is unacceptable, that that Mm -hmm. is horrific, that that is inhumane, that that is a a, example of monstrous barbarity that cannot be tolerated. And how, how students at the university who've had spoiled existences here at the United States can support it is a real issue. I don't understand. But in addition to that, I think a lot of them are probably illegal aliens, or if not illegal aliens, they are people who have uh, come across the border and, and are interested in supporting Hamas, who are supportive of this whole movement. Um, there are a number of them. And of course, this is a history of Biden administration allowance of these people to come in without any vetting. And so I, we have to be very careful because the anti-Semitism is so profound, Robert, that Jews across the country are at risk and we should rally behind them and help defend them and ensure that wherever they are in danger, that we protect them and that we bring them into our families if we're not Jews and make sure that they're protected. Uh, there has to be a commonality here uh, in purpose among you see people what- to stop
0: this. The spokes, whatever of, of the Biden administration, at one point at a press conference, asked about the, you know, the risk to Jews right now because of the hatred and, and violence being visited upon them around the world, and the immediate thing was uh, not answering the question and deflecting it to look at all the Islamophobia and and the anti-Islam thing. I was like, that wasn't the question. That you know, and, and just, there's an unwillingness. Look, are there Jewish people that have done horrible things on this planet? Of course. Are there Christian people? Are there Muslim? I mean, this is where we go from collectivism to individualism and back out to collectivism. And collectivism is such a dangerous perspective because it denies the individual uh, the rights that they have by you know, to be here and to be left alone when they're not engaged in criminal activity. But to smear everybody that is part of one faith. When religion it's bad, when you do it to people of faith in, in Islam, we don't do that.
2: Well, the Biden administration has always been, even the Obama administration, uh, has always been pro-Palestinian, has always been pro-Hamas, has provided uh, funding, tens of millions of dollars to international organizations that have provided money that has aided Hamas. Uh, and this this speaking out of both sides of your mouth, on the one side, they say, oh, of course, we support our our ally Israel. On the other side of the mouth, they say, oh, we need to give more aid and support. We need to assist the Iranians. We need to befriend them. Uh, When in point of fact, and I mean the Iranian government, in point of fact, you have a situation really where uh, that very thing is the the reason why this happened. And yet they persist in it, Robert. So you have the uh, press secretary for the White House, standing there, and rather than admit candidly the evidence that is overwhelming that Jews are being targeted around this this country and being assaulted and so forth, and uh, no higher degree of anti-Semitism that have we experienced in recent years by far than what's going on right now, rather than accept that and say that the government of the United States will not tolerate it and that we will use every means at our disposal to ensure that individuals who engage in that conduct are arrested, prosecuted, and thrown in jail, uh, or worse, depending on what they do. That um, statement is never made by this administration. That statement must be made, but is never made. And instead, like you point out, they they show sympathy to the enemy. They why say, why,
0: why is it okay to, to something? Yeah, Just why not is not it okay down. to hate Jews, for instance, right, right. now?
2: But. And, Islamophobia is a vastly uh, inflated conception in, in the current environment because the, the vast majority of attacks going on right now are against the Jews worldwide and against Christianity as well because of the call by Hamas for a worldwide jihad against Jews and Christians. Now, that's not to say that people who are, if, you know, believe in Islam are not discriminated against in some sectors of this country. I'm sure that they are, and I have total sympathy with them because they, too, have a right to their religion. But what we're talking about is not Islamophobia. What we're talking about is a radical Islamic movement that justifies the mass murder of another entire people. And if you understand Islam, even to a modest degree, You understand that the Prophet Muhammad was never an advocate of the extermination of a people, and that this is a perversion of the Islamic faith. So it's not attacking Islam to say you defend Israel. Mm -hmm. If you defend Israel, you are actually in line with uh, the Islamic faith in the Quran.
0: Well, and where is there? my
2: uh, My point is this: if you instead endorse and support the idea that terrorists cannot be dealt with efficiently by killing them or by ensuring that they cannot operate freely in the United States and you call any action against terrorists domestically or internationally Islamophobia, you are messed up because hmm. it is justice to visit upon murderers uh, their own uh, sacrifice yeah. uh, because that is that is what is required here in order to ensure that innocence, are protected against this brutality so when people call for the elimination of hamas a terrorist organization they are not islamophobic they're calling for the elimination of terrorists has nothing to do with the religion of these people it's their actions endorsing and causing terror so that's the difference
0: well again we've got to have the discussion to make the distinction here Uh, and you know, in the response, you know the, the the so-called collateral damage, which I you know it's a, it's a, a disgusting, unfortunate part of war. There's no way to do it cleanly as much as you think about smart bombs and tire- targeted weapons and things like that. There are always going to be people that are not engaged in the warfare that end up casualties of these things.
2: Israel has this problem, which is if they do nothing, they will be destroyed. If they don't fight against those that are trying to destroy them, they will suffer enormous uh, more. A loss of life you think that uh, those terrorists hamas uh, hezbollah islamic jihad isis al-qaeda you think that those people who are out to slit the throats of every jew will uh, unilaterally back down no they have to be destroyed israel was put in a position where if they did not respond like they are and will they will be destroyed No people on earth can be asked to commit suicide. You can't compel people to accept suicide as a reasonable alternative. They have every right in the world and in natural law to self-defense, which means they must do whatever it takes to ensure the survival of their nation and their people. We would ask nothing less for ourselves, I would hope. I know there are people here in this country, sadly today, that would sacrifice every American life for the sake of maybe a twig or a plant or a branch? I don't know. They're not rational. But for, for, for rational people, what Israel is doing is completely justifiable and is essential for the survival. Who was the aggressor here? The aggressor here were the terrorists. They're the ones who did this. They planned this for years. They are financed for the very purpose of destroying Israel. They describe Israel as the little Satan, and they describe us as the great Satan.
0: They are our enemies, too. Well, and for those who are uh, taking part in the Bash America, tell me how you would like to live under a government run by Hamas. But you know what, Robert? Israel
2: is doing everything it reasonably can to protect innocent life. Israel, that's its history. It doesn't just slaughter people who are in the in Gaza. It's not just doing what the terrorists would do and did do in Israel. They're trying to alert people to move to get out of the way to ensure that they can do whatever they need to do to get the terrorists. They have to do this. Yeah. So There's if nothing. you are if you are a rational human being and you're in the Gaza Strip, you'll cooperate with the Israelis and you'll move out of harm's way. You try to get out. If you're yeah. sadly. You know they, the 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 terrorists here, Hamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put their weapon systems in civilian areas. They use mosques as a cover, and human shields as a cover for mm-hmm. their weapon systems.
0: It, it's only no like they're
2: going to slaughter the innocents again, their own people.
0: Well, yeah, and then they use that to justify again more warfare and bloodshed, etc. All right, let's turn our our uh, our spotlight back to America specifically. And I wanna to talk to you about you know the things we've been going through for the past few years. Um, there's an article here about the cover up by the White House that they orchestrated about the COVID injection, heart damage, that it was known, it was not unknown. And these Freedom of Information Act requests obtained by Daily Clout show high level officials at the White House, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the American Academy of Pediatrics knew that COVID-19 vaccines were linked to myocarditis and death, yet doubled down on vaccine mandates. This is again, you know, I hesitate to use the warfare analogy, but it's an act of war on the people of America to deny them the freedom to say no, much less to endorse and embrace a mandate for something that they knew was downright dangerous and non-efficacious.
2: The government of the United States engaged in a propaganda campaign to our own people to tell us that this vaccine was safe and effective when they knew it was not. And Uh, When it came to the Pfizer information, the adverse event reports that they were part of the the research associated with developing the vaccine, what did they do? They they agreed with Pfizer that that information should be kept from the American public for 99 years. And uh, that whole idea of censoring information that tells us what a drug agent could do to our bodies, and yet at the same time insisting on the mandates, is absolutely unacceptable and criminal. The government of the United States through Fauci, through uh, the CDC, through the FDA, uh, orchestrate and and CISA and the FBI, orchestrated a movement to censor information critical of the vaccines all along and to support the false narrative, uh, numerous false narratives, that if you took the vaccine, it would save you from COVID of getting it. That was not true. If you took the vaccine, you would not carry COVID. That was not true. If you wore a mask, it would prevent you from transmitting the disease. That was not true. If you wore a mask, it would prevent you from getting the disease. That was not true. They lied over and over again. They knew the information uh, was false when communicated. And they nonetheless induced many, many, many people to take what was largely an ineffectual vaccine and to accept the risks of the vaccine related to the adverse events that they kept from the American people that they knew existed because they were privy to the adverse event information from Pfizer. So it is not uh, a pretty picture. It is an instance of absolute censorship and abuse. And it must never happen again. It was the largest uh, uh, epic in our history of widespread censorship that we have ever had. Far worse than anything we've ever experienced was this censorship. And it was not only about the vaccine, it was about Hunter Biden's laptop information. It was about propounding false narratives to the public that the Trump administration was engaged in collusion with Russians, which was not true, that the um, information about the, the Hunter Biden laptop was supplied by Russians, which was utterly false, and that the Hunter laptop was not real, which was false. All this coming from our own government, by people who knew at the time they made the communications, that what they were saying was false.
0: Yeah. All right, folks, I just wanted to let you know uh, we're having uh, website up and down difficulties because we're migrating the website from GoDaddy to a better uh, supportive location. Let's just say that GoDaddy's not a big fan of freedom of speech on some levels. And, uh, thanks to everybody's help here we and especially our patron supporters uh we've engaged someone to help us do that so you'll find some outages as we go here but suffice it to say when it'll be up and running fully you'll see jonathan emord's connected and you can go directly to emord4va.com and support him there uh as you support us as well and how you know you know what happens in virginia and jonathan getting in the u.s senate will impact positively every state and all the people because we need to restrict government in its activity that you know when when and where it violates our fundamental freedoms, our defense of life, liberty, and property. And that of course includes much of what we talk about about health here, uh, which is significant, how you can stay healthy, how you can recover your health, even if it's not approved by a government agency, which I don't believe our founding fathers ever thought, hey, this will be a great thing if we could one day have an agency that can tell people what they can and can't eat or what they should and should not take for their health. I mean, this is, you know, the the antithesis, if you will, of what they set up for us. But we kind of fell asleep at the wheel. And this, you know, again, reminds me of Jonathan's book, the history that we didn't learn in grade school and high school and college, the authoritarians Uh, this is the history of progressivism from the uh, 19th century to today to help you understand how we got here. How did we get here? It's not a random act. Biden didn't just didn't pop up. How did we get Republicans that are collectivist, progressivists, believe it or not, it's not just Democrats. Uh, there's a uniparty involved in there. And this gets begs the question as well about uh, the new Speaker of the House. What do you know what's going on in the House? What do, you, what do you perceive is going on? And the concerns I have is, does this mean that they're back in business, that they're going to take more of our freedom, or, or can we see some good things happen?
2: Yeah, and I might mention, Robert, here as we close the program. So we are now coming up on the primary election season. And on January the 1st, we will be collecting signatures all throughout Virginia and every area of Virginia with volunteers and others helping us get those things. And this is an expensive enterprise. We've got to end up with well over 10,000 signatures to get us on the ballot. And they have to come in certain numbers from every one of the 11 congressional districts in Virginia. And so this is an expensive enterprise. If you've donated before, if you thought about donating to the campaign, if you donate now, it will make an enormous difference. So if you go to emordforva.com and you look under the donation tab, it actually says contribution over on the far right. You click that, you will get to the page and on that page to the left, of, which is kind of not visible on the screen there right now, but it's over there on the left, you can choose, there it is, You can choose a donation amount and you can make a donation. That will be absolutely indispensable to our ability to get the names we need. So we need the help now. We're trying to amass uh, sufficient resources to cover this very expensive campaign. You got a lot of volunteers, but they need gas. They need to be able to stay overnight at hotels. They need to be able to do a lot of working and networking in order to achieve the numbers that we need to get on the ballot. We'll do it. We'll do it with your help. And your help is actually an endorsement of the effort, which is critical. So thank you in advance. And please do donate now. If you can, it'll make a huge difference. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And once the website is up, our website, uh, you'll, you'll always see the, the link to emord4va.com. Uh, there, it looks like there's a candidate's meet and greet sponsored by Emord and Friends on October 30th. Looks like 6 30 to 8 30 p.m yeah
2: we're all over the state robert and we have events almost every single day we will continue to do that all throughout the election we are the front runner in this race we have enormous support across the state i'm so grateful for that support you know what it's buoyed my my whole sense of of what we are able to do in america because there are we are in the majority out there let me just say that Those of us who love this country, love individual liberty, and do not want our nation to devolve into a socialist experiment that fails inevitably, those people are in the majority. We are together in this, and they're now becoming vocal. And this whole movement that we've started in Virginia is is one that is typical of what will happen all over the United States. And when we get in there, we're going to make those changes that are critical to save our country. And we will do that in rapid order. We will introduce the legislation. The good thing about being a constitutional lawyer is that you know how to draft the legislation. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to look to anybody else to draft the laws that will save this country. I can write them myself. And I can also ensure that those bills are taken seriously. I can argue persuasively for it nationally. And I can ensure that the fight is engaged and that we will win. Amen. Let's do it together. Let's make it happen.
0: And you wrote legislation for Ron Paul. Ron Paul has endorsed you. Uh, You know where Jonathan stands. He's been riding with me on this show for, I don't know, 10 years now. It's been a long time, Robert. I I think
2: it may even be more than 10
0: years. Yeah. Well, we've been friends for a lot longer than that. And uh, that's why, you know, you have my wholehearted endorsement without reservation, as I've said. Um, you know, someone I've known for so long with a track record. I've, you know, witnessed you on and off the air. We've, we've hung out together and traveled together. And the consistency is there's not a different Jonathan E Moore when he's off the show. This is, that's this right. is who he is. And uh, we need that in the U.S. Senate, folks. And I appreciate and I you.
2: Say, that's the same thing is true about Robert. So Robert's not just a personality on the air; he's the same person off the air.
0: Just a little yeah. more annoying. Yeah. Off
2: the air. And, and the, the neat thing is that. When you have genuine people, I mean, I'm not a politician and Robert is not a paid for spokesperson for some political party group or otherwise. Uh, We are real people and we believe in things fundamentally. And what we say is what we believe. We're not Mm -hmm. patents for any special interest. Uh, We're all about saving our country. And I never would have run for office in a million years unless I thought I had to, to save my country. And we're at that point. I mean, I don't think anybody uh, understands the situation we're in to be anything other than a dire situation. It really is. Mm -hmm. But the good news is that we can win this. We can save our country. We can turn this around and we can give to our children a great land of freedom and opportunity, just like was blessed and given to us. Uh, And so it is possible we can do this. We just Mm -hmm. have to do it together.
0: Well, God gives us the choice. The question, do we exercise that choice or do we allow others to choose for us? Um, Everybody, please take heed to what we've been saying, what Jonathan's been saying. And uh, there are good people here uh, that want to see America restored uh, to its highest ideals. Right. I know we acknowledge we haven't always lived up to them, but where else can you go? What under what other government would you want to exist based on that? We can do better and we will. And Jonathan, you're helping us to do it. Thank you, my brother. You bet. Take care, Robert. All right, everybody check out eMort for VA.com, Sacred Fire of Liberty each and every week here on the Robert Scadbell Show. If you have questions or comments, submit them right now. The website, again, is up and down, but I want to thank you for your support of this show and us. We've got our AMA coming up on Saturday for our patron supporters. It'll be noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, the 28th of October. Uh, coming up in hour two, someone who really does respect, uh, support, and also loves Jonathan Emord as we do here And that would be another John, in this case, John Hewlett, surprise guest coming up from, uh, well, you know, it, Cardio Miracle, the thing that's helping me to be the champion uh, two weeks in a row. Champion of the week, man. And uh, Cardio Miracle keeps on going. Also, a quick shout out to my friend, Bob Reorn, originally from uh, Georgia when it was controlled by the Soviet Union uh, in Eastern Europe. Eventually escaped, went to Israel, brought... Uh, the folium products to America, foliumpx.com. These are Chernobyl-level antioxidants. You get what I'm saying. Uh, Dealing with ionizing radiation, heavy metals, all of these things contribute to our poor health. We've got to help remove them. And this is the stuff that helped get my mom back on the dance floor uh, when she was suffering through the COVID crazy years at 89. Uh, So if it can help her, it can help you break through that ceiling in your healing. Check out foliumpx.com, folium original, folium immuno, folium relax. And with that, we're going to be uh, diving into some nitric oxide to take you up even higher, make even stronger with Cardio Miracle and John Hewlett in the second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show because the power to heal is yours. All right coming up next week in the upcoming events tab at robertscabell.com you'll see the functional medicine summit and expo i'll be joined by many of my closest friends i mean i've I've gotten to meet travel with over time uh including dr brian Artis. we've been hanging out a lot together and he's just such a joy we're having so much fun together uh dr judy Mikovitz, who you know here just one of the smartest people you'll ever meet on planet earth and of course she also endorses cardio miracle as do i and uses it every day uh, there are many others that are, are planning to be there. Dr. John Witcher, uh, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Richard Urso. I mean, uh, Kimberly Overton, Dr. Jack Wolfson. There's going to be a lot of fun. And this is happening from in Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, November 3rd, 4th and 5th. And I believe on the 3rd, which is a Friday, we'll also be doing a special evening event at the Giving Tree Organic Vegan Restaurant. Thanks to uh, uh, Doug Fletcher and Brian Jones, uh the farmer that we do, the Seed Soil that I grew uh, amazing organic produce uh, in my own backyard and greenhouses. So you know, I'll check that out when the links are up. And usually they are, the banners are up. You can check them out at robertscoutbell.com. Click on them. There's also a more tab to get you access to the discounts available to you uh, when you order things um, like, you know, the, the Cardio Miracle. Of course, you use the code RSB or Bell. I, I can't remember it, but right there, there's a more tab. Just click on it. It'll get you there, get you plugged into it as well. Also, Super Don has made available all of the homeopathic hits in one place. So if you click the more tab and uh, you've been missing them, I think we're, I don't know if we're into 30 different remedies so far, but we've been cranking them up mostly every live show. And today we have another homeopathic hit related to sprains and strains. So that's my hint for you. If you can't find it, you'll have to wait sometime before the end of the show today. I'll hit the homeopathic hit. We'll hit it hard and we'll give you a remedy if I hit it too hard. All right. That's coming up as well. Uh, also, guess who's going to be with us at the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo in Phoenix, Scottsdale? John Hewlett. He'll be joining me in just a few minutes from Cardio Miracle. I was so excited when I heard he was going to be there. Uh, he's my pal, too. We love hanging out and having great times together. Uh, but first up, I would need to mention this uh, story out of uh, article out of the Alliance for Natural Health, our friends at anh-usa.org. Uh, Jonathan E. Mort has done a lot of work for them as well as the International Group with Rob Kirk and others. Uh, but the headline reads, Totalitarian Medicine on the Horizon. Now, in many ways, it's not on the horizon. It's already here and it's been here for a long time. But could it get worse? Sure, it could get worse if we allow it. And this goes into the uh, extensive reach, if you will, of the World Health Organization via the United Nations and international treaties. And you know certainly a lot of treaties that have been signed that are not good, I believe, for America, our autonomy, our independence, our sovereignty. But when it comes to the response to epidemics, pandemics, real or imagined, do you really want globalists working for the United Nations that have direct ties to the pharmaceutical industry, to people like Bill Gates, dictating how your government, your country must respond all the way down to the local levels? To any health emergency again we found out a lot about the health emergency went through was fictitious in that it was created artificially and that if doctors were left to, to their own accord and their abilities we wouldn't have had the massive amount of deaths that are now being attributed not to what they call a covid virus but to the actual response to it whether it be remdesivir or whether it be ventilators or whether it be The use of the injections that are hard pressed to be defined as vaccines without altering the definition of a vaccine, which is part of what they've done already. What they've done already is succeeded to reverse the amount of people who had concern or questions about things called vaccines. We covered a story yesterday about uh, the so called success from the CDC. We're right on track, right where we want you with getting the latest COVID jab or booster injection. And what was the number? They're at 3%. I'm like what? Three percent. That used to be the number ascribed to the, f- the very few of us who refused or at the very least had hesitancy, but mostly refused to participate in the mass experimentation. And it's flipped. And it's thanks to the boneheads and bozos that are authoritarians that want to direct your action by mandate, by fiat. And if it's not enough that your federal government operating under a boneheaded Biden administration responds uh, in a way that says you must get these shots and we're going to hide the adverse events from you so you'll get them or else, but then turn that over to globalists that are more overtly globalists than our own globalists, and you got a recipe for, yes, totalitarian medicine. Now, Don, do you have that image I sent you of uh, Benjamin Rush, a medical doctor to a physician to George Washington? And he was a signer of our Declaration of Independence. And I've, I've referenced this quote many times over the years. I know it by heart, but, you know, if we have the visual on it, uh, we can show you as well. So I can uh, give you a, the, uh, I guess, the, the depth of this. Go full screen on this if you don't mind. And I call it a health freedom warning. And this goes back to the origin of our country, Declaration of Independence time. And he said, unless we put medical freedom into the Constitution, the time will come when medicine will organize into an undercover dictatorship. To restrict the art of healing to one class of men and deny equal privilege to all others, it will be the constitute of the Bastille of medical science. All such laws are un American and despotic and have no place in a republic. Notice he said a republic, not a democracy. I just add that in there for your consideration because, uh, as they say, many people uh, don't like democracy anymore. It's like we were never supposed to be a democracy. And there are reasons for that because mob rule or two oncologists and a homeopath voting on what to do to treat your cancer, that's not integrity, that's not intelligent. That's a massive failure and we already have that. The constitution of this republic should make special privilege for medical freedom as well as religious freedom. And of course we did in terms of the first amendment to the constitution, acknowledging our right of uh, religious freedom, conscientious belief in something that might be unique to me or you, or maybe you share it with others. But it wasn't the government's role to litmus test you and tell you what you could or could not believe, as long as your beliefs didn't result directly in the harm, the taking of life, liberty or property of or of others. But you think that we even have to say that? Or Are we not all adults to figure that out? Apparently not. We're running around like a bunch of immature little babies crying because somebody believes different than us. Wanting to eradicate them violently if if need be. This is not godly. This is not Christ-like, what we're witnessing in much of the hatred, seething rage that we're seeing, whether it be orchestrated against Jews, Muslims, Christians, or any uh, religion of of smaller uh, stature, if you will, in terms of numbers or members, or a religion of one, your belief, your devout faith in a creator and your relationship to that creator does not require you to be a member of a 501c3 church, religion, mosque, temple, or anything. And that freedom was written into the Constitution, yet we have to fight for it. As I showed you and I told you about our story and going against the State Department that refused my children passports, even though they had already been issued passports without birth certificates, without social security numbers. And then they suddenly refused to give them the uh, the renewal. And we had to fight back based on religious freedom and made a religious accommodation. And you can see now on the State Department's website when you apply for a passport, it describes that you can request religious accommodation. So these are things that we can't say they exist in terms of protection of freedom of religion just because it exists in the First Amendment. We have to be willing each generation to stand up in defense of liberty and to teach the next generations that they must do so as well. The fight that we're on To get even Jonathan Emord into the US Senate is not the end of the fight, it's just the beginning of, my gosh, we've got to remind everybody that forgot over a century now or more of our obligation, of our, yes, responsibility to defend liberty and to cage the people in government and bind them down, as you've heard, with the chains of the Constitution. It's not a small task, it's a huge task, but each one of us in our own lives living in maturity, spiritual maturity as well, acknowledging the rights of others and, and, and uh, you know, living in accordance with those freedoms that are granted to us by that which created us all, changes everything. But we have been succumbing to fear-mongering, divisive messages, playing a Hegelian dialect to pit us against each other, people that have more in common, all humans, than we have that which divides us. I grant you and I acknowledge that there are many people on planet Earth that don't care for freedom, that do want to live under authoritarianism. And and it's a tough thing, especially if they declare war on you or if they're willing to use violence against you to get their way. My concern, of course, is if Americans devolve into, uh, let's say, a a violent behavior like little children, when their toy is taken, uh, that we would act in that way as adults, which is far more dangerous. And so if you believe in prayer, if you have a faith, as I said, strengthen your commitment to that, strengthen your commitment and your relationship to the divine, and let it guide you in the midst of all of this. And if you can, turn off the news or turn it way down so that cacophony of fear-mongering doesn't alter or cloud your judgment when you're guided by God to do that which is righteous in defense of life, liberty, and property, the the pursuit of happiness, as we call it here in America. (sighs) So when we get together with friends that are aligned in those missions and purposes and principles, even if they differ in certain areas, we can celebrate each other and we can overwhelm the fear mongers with the love that we exhibit for each other. And that's not a new age concept. That's a very deeply held uh, origin point from where we really originate. And I, um, I say this to remind myself as much as I would try to remind any of you of that. And as we continue on our discussion here, moving from medical totalitarianism to the freedom to heal and the substances of creation that can help us there are good people like John Hewlett of Cardio Miracle, who was suffering on death's door and found a way to help himself to be alive today and help others to excel. Like he's helped me to excel, whether it be in the kickboxing gym or otherwise, we have links to CardioMiracle.com discount code. We'll find it super knows it better than me. Maybe John does too, but John Hewlett is back on the Robert Scott Bell show. John, my brother. So, so good to see you. And I can't wait to see you next week as well in Arizona.
3: Well, it's great to be with you, Robert. What a, what a great, uh, prelude, what a great patriot you are and articulating the challenges of tyranny in our country. And what a great man, uh, Jonathan Emort is. We've been, I've been delighted to get involved and to support him and him to be of help to us. And, Uh, part of the medical tyranny movement that will certainly reach its large tentacles uh, over our efforts to try to heal the hearts of mankind. Mm -hmm. But uh, gosh, I can't, I can't say enough good things about your patriotism and your commitment to trying to help save our country, Robert. It's, um, it's, uh, these are perilous times as scripture talks about that in the last days, there'd be perilous times. And we are in perilous times in every, shape and form and patriots need to link arms and they need to stand up against tyranny and they need to support uh things that will help fight that tyranny particularly when it comes to their own health and immune system yes you know people people often think that i you know i'm just out there peddling a supplement but you know as, as you know uh i've i've spent the last 17 years trying to Help bridge the gap between medical practice and nutritional science with the discovery and emergence of nitric oxide and therapeutic vitamin D3. And the last nine years, it's been nine years since we introduced the cardiomerical formula, actually in October, uh, nine years ago, to the world. And uh, we've improved it seven times. We actually have some really exciting things on the drawing board that I can't talk about until. Probably in December, but uh, very, very great things happening, and every day we we hear of miracles that people are having and uh, protection they're getting against whatever's being unleashed yeah. against us both environmentally and from pathogens and and and, and unfortunately from other people mm. uh, the the shedding thing seems to be uh, getting more and more real, yeah, the shedding uh, every is day yeah.
0: The impact on the cardiovascular system, every system, in fact, and, you know, this is why Dr. Judy Mikovits, again, one of the smartest people you'll ever meet on planet Earth, has said this is part of her daily regimen as well. By the way, the discount code is RSB for those that want to get it. And to your point, John, this is why we're friends. It's not just about Cardio Miracle. It's because of your <laughs> commitment to this, you know, the the high ideals of America, your willingness to go out on the edge and to stand up for what's right beyond any business even. And, you know, that cardio miracle facilitates this for so many is wonderful. And to your point about the patriots of America that want to defend her, they have to be healthy enough to do so. Just like you, you can't exactly. send a soldier to battle that is debilitated and carrying an anchor with them. They'll never be able to succeed in their endeavor to defend liberty. And our, uh, the people that are, you know, that, that get this message, and many of you in this audience do, you need to be strong enough to withstand all that is being thrown at you and us and all of us. The hatred, the rage, the anger. You like there are days that I feel like and on, on Monday in particular, John, I woke up and I've, the show was difficult. It was like walking through mud. The emotions of what was happening on the planet were very palpable, and people are describing that. I'm like, we have to help each other to get through this, but we also have to have strong physical bodies too. To get us through this and that's why fitness is a big part of my daily regimen, as well as cardio miracle
3: you know let me let me uh maybe step over the politically correct line i i just saw this morning this horrific mass shooting in uh north of portland maine mm-hmm. where now dozens of people have were were killed by and allegedly by uh, a veteran with mental illness um you know with obviously a, a a larger magazine rifle, which is going to, you know, in a, even in a state that has the strictest laws that you can get almost to the state of Maine is going to have that so we're going to hear that same outrage again and yet the outrage ought to be. About psychotropic drugs that have had such an impact on these poor veterans and uh, and and because of that they, they can't think straight one of the, the research coming out that we're publishing in the next couple of days. Is, uh, is gonna be on post-traumatic stress disorder. And I know you've talked to Stanford Graham about that. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a tremendous link in chronic illness, neurological damage, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, depression, et cetera, between an arginine deficiency. And one of the things that makes Cardio Miracle the superior choice in nitric oxide and arginine uh, delivery is the fact that we have been able to formulate and been able to prove at the scientific level our arginine uh, elevation safely in the body while reducing free radical damage. So, people, you know, everyone within the sound of our voice knows a veteran, knows somebody who's had a, a traumatic head injury, knows somebody who's suffering from depression. I mean, all you have to do is listen to the news. Mm. or watch or read the paper and there's something to be depressed about so we all need the elevation of our moods with the B vitamins with the vitamin D and the nitric oxide extension so that we can help uh, people fight the good fight but also just cope with the daily craziness that surrounded us and has disseminated uh, throughout our country the last couple of decades which has gotten just absolutely ridiculous
0: yeah and this uh, former soldier. I don't know that he had been in combat, but, you know, these these soldiers that, that go in and take an oath to defend the country, they get hammered by those that unfortunately control our military industrial complex, and that is the pharmaceutical one. So they become guinea pigs in experiments for all kinds of injections. And how totally. does that affect the brain, nervous system, cardiovascular system? And, you know, your point, the last sto- show we did with uh, Stan uh, we did talk about PTSD and the role of arginine and, of course, Cardio Miracle, safely uh, elevating nitric oxide, all of these things on situations like that. So our our soldiers, our veterans that are suffering right now could be greatly benefited by getting on this formula as well. And maybe not going down this road, because what is the solution if they go to the V.A.? I'm sure, you know, the people are meaning well, drugs for most of them, drugs, but it's only these drugs. And we know what they do. We talked yeah. about it last hour with Jonathan Mort. It's been a theme since the first. Columbine shooting, I talked about it as a homeopath, realizing what are they doing to the brains and the nervous system of these people with these medications? Uh, this is the best we can do? No, we can do far better, but this you know, comes back to totalitarian control of our health care system which is already a medical monopoly and yet we have so much science to support dietary mineral supplements things like Miracle to help health but they are severely limited in what they can communicate even if they're scientifically validated this is why jonathan emort you know has taken up that mantle as an attorney over these years to beat the fda and ftc back yet he found it wasn't enough that's why he's running for the u.s senate we want to bring freedom back to america
3: exactly and i we endorse jonathan wholeheartedly and gonna do everything possible to help him get elected in Virginia. Uh, I think there are patriots who are concerned. You know, most people still, all of us who, you know, we, we live in certain pockets of peace and prosperity, and so until you go into the inner cities, until you go into the large cities, you know, I just got back from being overseas after, you know, essentially, you know, being banned from traveling the last few years because of uh, the injections uh, craziness. So I went overseas and, uh, and went to some places. It was interesting. One of the places we saw was uh, Pompeii. One of the things we saw was Rome. And, uh, and, and, and it was interesting, it, hit, it struck me so profoundly how God or whoever you may believe is that, you know, somebody once says, how can you have a design unless there's a designer? Uh, the reality there is a designer and there is there is a, some superpower, some uh, savior God or, or power beyond us that, that created this, this world. But how interesting that the wickedness of those unbelievable empires led to their complete annihilation and demise. And it's happened over and over again through the centuries, primarily through uh, depraved living, lack of any kind of a moral compass, lack of any kind of, you know, uh, any idea of gender, family, associations with uh, the importance of man's relationship with deity, all of those things seem to contribute to the eventual destruction of the great societies. And America, only 200 years old was the great experiment and it worked and we've had it be completely dismantled in the last couple of decades and slowly being nibbled to death by ducks for the last 50, 60, 70, 80 years. And yet look at what we have. I, I, I mean, I, I I see these people living in, you know, 200 square feet of space, living shoulder to shoulder in a lot of these uh, communities. And now what's gonna happen with the, uh, you know, the, the inflation, the cost of fuel, the inability to travel, governments restricting people from, basic liberties of humanity unless they follow these uh, coercive mandates and things. And we we really have a fight on our hands and and Cardio Miracle and Robert Bell and other great patriots we're we're trying to stand up for that and and we're we're using the funds and the blessings and the benefits of this remarkable product. We're using those to invest in, the, mes- the, the mission of Judy Mikovits, the mission and efforts of David Martin and, and Robert Scott Bell and your friend, Ty Bollinger and others, we're trying to make a difference by doing that, not just with information and a great product, but also supporting their causes. We're, we're doing some experiments and some uh, welfare uh, benefits right now in Judy Mikovits's church down in California And we're donating thousands of dollars of Cardio Miracle to help poor people to try to help get the documentation of the impact this can have on various aspects of their health, illness, and disease.
0: Yeah, think about what the poorest among us need, more drugs or basic nutrition. This has been something that, you know, the most socialized of socialized medical systems on the planet do not respond appropriately and accordingly to because they are all owned and controlled and captured by an industry that profits only when people are sick. And, and to your point, the downturn in the economy by turning off ingenuity and, and innovation and freedom uh, is is only gonna make more people suffer in that way. And the question is, do we have to participate in that suffering or do we do we make decisions that result in a different future for us right now? I know that people feel like it's just too much, it's too big, but that's been the nature of reality for a long time. There are authoritarians among us always, even in good places, like I believe America ultimately with our high ideals is compared to others when we talk about uh, those uh, ideals in in individual liberty. But to to see the abandonment of that and expect that we're going to be better for it and all of these people that... Are screaming and crying against things that are inconsequential in terms of I want to be called they them. I mean, you can only do that in a culture where you have everything you want and you need for nothing, where you can actually complain about things that are so inconsequential to actual live living and survivability. Uh, and you know, I have uh, I guess empathy or sympathy. I don't know what would be the right word for people that are suffering emotionally and psychologically. But a lot of this has happened because they've been given everything, you know, the participation trophies. And we haven't tasted the tough times that our founders did and many people in our history have that thought liberty was worth fighting for, worth dying for even, standing up and doing the right thing. And it hasn't been easy. It's not always comfortable. But we weren't guaranteed easy and comfortable when we came down to Earth, hopefully to serve a greater mission and purpose than just to complain about uh, gender uh, pronouns, for instance.
3: (laughs) Well, I agree with you, and we're we're seeing some amazing we're seeing some amazing things. We got a text yesterday from a, a, lady who who asked the the question, could Cardio Miracle, possibly help my thickening blood? The red platelets were too high. The doctors were concerned. She says she went on Cardio Miracle. Ninety days later. The doctor gave her a clean bill of health on her blood viscosity, the, the quality of her blood. Mm-hmm. And I wrote back and I said, of course, what do you think? That's, that's what nitric oxide does. Nitric oxide in the bloodstream helps have very improved viscosity. It helps oxygenate it. It helps a, a greater blood force and flow. All of those things help to work in the bodily system with the cardiovascular situation to improve human health and deliver new nutrients and then oxygen to the cell, which allows us to function. So it's been interesting just, just as an antidote uh, on a, on our trip, so maybe, I don't know if you've ever been to Santorini, but Santorini is in the Greek islands. It has a hmm. bunch of white houses. Think, think of uh, Meryl Streep in uh, the, the, uh, the, the movie oh, Mama with Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, think right, of Mamma yeah. Mia with them having the wedding at the top of the hill with all the white houses well the the hike to santorini they have they have a tram that has six cars that hold six people they have donkeys mules that climb the hills and they and and, and on the on the tourist ship docket they say it's only 600 steps what they don't tell you is those steps are 6 feet apart and covered and covered with donkey excrement and so and and you're climbing literally a mile and a half uphill and so because i'm i despise lines worse than exertion uh i said well i guess i'll climb this this these steps well you know that's you know nothing like it's like you carrying yourself on your back for me Mm. to be able to climb those steps but ironically uh, and i don't I don't, I, i don't know if you can tell because my i need a haircut but i've lost 50 pounds probably since the last time you and i were on the show together 45 pounds and and so i thought well i can do this even though i hadn't worked out i wasn't in very good shape and and so janet and i started up the hill of santorini and i thought I don't know, this is, maybe this is pushing the limit. Mm-hmm. We're drinking Cardio Miracle two thirds of the way until we ran out and then we, we took our time. But I got to the top of the hill. There are a lot of people who couldn't do that. That's and, amazing. And, and so that was, <laughs> and, and then, and, and I didn't pass out, which was nice or fade in the middle of the, uh, of the, the stairway. The other thing that I want to so so there's another cardio miracle. No, well, this sport. is
0: important. You know, I got to bring Super Don into this too because I you know I try to inspire him to do I don't know uh, or ro- even water aerobics. I don't know something and <laughs> Super D water water aerobics. Whatever. Hi Don. Any move? You know, John Hewlett's climbing. You know, mile and a half stair.
1: Synchronized swimming. I could do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <dun, dun, dun. laughs> How, how how are you doing, my brother, Super D, as fa- as far as, you know, when you started, for those that are new and don't know the backstory, I want uh, Don to say it because it's been a while since we had John on the program. <laughs> it's been a
1: while us. since I've said it.
0: Yeah. yeah and, and, and you know, the experience we had because John was coming after me for a couple of years going, Robert, Chasing. you need to take a look at this cardio miracle. And I'm I'm the skeptical guy going, yeah, yeah, I've heard it all. I'm, you know, I'm all organic, you know, why do I need this? And, and then. You know, what what really impacted me, John, and you know, this is, uh, you know, that that meeting we had out in Houston at Brzezinski's Clinic. And I saw your commitment to this country. It was more than just some guy coming with a product. Right. And this is I saw the the humanity, the integrity, all of that, the commitment. And then I began to look at it more seriously. We got super done on it first, if I remember correctly. And uh, what happened for Don was so amazing. I was like, my gosh, this is uh, more more profound than I had even imagined. So, Don, I'm turning it over to you for the moment.
1: All right. So, yeah, I mean, for for several years, I had suffered with chronic migraines and like the the really good ones that like, you know, I mean, you know, the the flashy thing starts in your in your vision and then, you know, you're done. You need to figure out some way to some kind of cave to run into and hide for for the rest of the day Uh, because it's just debilitating. It just just, you know, just ruins your day. Um, and I was getting those about once, about once a week. Uh, and, and, uh, then this guy, John Hewlett showed up and he's like, here, try some of this. I'm like, okay. So, you know, so I started drinking it and and, you know, I've got it right here. I drink it every day. I mean, it's just, it's a daily thing now, but uh, I, I started drinking it and then it was, I don't know. It was like, I want to say it was like three months later, um, so we get we had a, a listener write in a uh, question of the day, and they were like, you know, what can we do? I have migraines, and like that. And so uh, up until I met John, I was the migraine guy on the show. So it was like anybody talk, you know, writing in about problems with migraines. You, Robert's like, eight. okay, super done. <laughs> yes. You know, I was the expert on that, right? That's not something you want to be an expert on. So uh, someone writes in, and you're like, so super done. Uh, what do you have to say? And I was like. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> um now I that I think about happened. it. I haven't had one. <laughs> and and at first I wasn't sure why. I was just kind of like what wait happened? a minute. What's weird here? So I I kind of like traced my footsteps and it coincided right with the same time that I started taking the Cardio Miracle. And so I think in, in now how long has it been? How many years have we been been uh, uh, it's uh been a
0: couple of years now? 3?
3: It'll it, be uh, it, it'll be 2 years it was two years last June. So about yeah. two and a half years. And a half. Probably. I, I have had, because, you know, yeah. you
1: can get migraines for all kinds of different reasons. But I have had, I've had a quote migraine maybe three times, three or four times during that period of time. And when I've gotten the quote migraine, I've gotten the flashy thing with no headache. It's just, it's, that's what wow. it's, it's gone down to. So I went from once a week to, you know, literally none at all. Rare.
3: How about wow. you, how about your wife's kidney function? I think that's a big, big deal. Oh, when that was kidney good. function, oh, yeah. kidney dysfunction is is the fourth leading cause of death, I believe. It's really serious.
1: yeah, no, she's she hasn't had any kidney major kidney infections uh, for a very long time. I and mean, I know I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know there was a, a, a situation where she had started taking the cardi miracle, taking it religiously. Uh, and we had numbers, you know, uh, a panel. The GF,
3: it's the GFR. The GFR okay. numbers yeah. is the amount of the kidney function. And there were Once several, that,
1: several other things too, in addition to yeah. that. That yeah, her some numbers. Some of the
3: ingredients. Yeah, some some of the blood chemistry that goes along with that. But
1: yeah, one of the things difference.
3: that's been one of the things that's been interesting, and people have said, "Well, how how would cardiomeric, And we have actually a scientific paper on this, so I'm not just making this up. But there's a scientific paper that talks about the impact of the Cardio ingredients on kidney function and helping the kidney function and the GFR, which is essentially the blood pressure of the kidney to put it in simplistic terms. Mm -hmm. uh, The fact that people, once they drop below 20 on their GFR, they start getting nervous about dialysis. Once it drops below about 12, then they're looking at a kidney transplant and death essentially Mm -hmm. uh, if they can't resolve that. And, and we've seen remarkable results with the GFRs improving, as as we have as well in supporting blood pressure I, I wrote to it, go uh, back to normal. An article,
0: uh, John, for the American Chiropractic oh, yeah, Magazine. Remember, that's right. I, I decided, you know, I wanted to write it on cardio miracle and its impact on renal function, or you know, yeah. nitric oxide specifically, right? Uh, right. Because you know, I lost my father to that right many years ago before mm-hmm. we met. Uh, he was on hemodialysis, and as I've described, it wasn't the hemodialysis that killed him or the kid you know the the, the the kidneys not working to kill him he, he broke his spirit you know if anybody is tied to the hemodialysis on an almost daily basis in many cases daily basis, hours and hours and hours right. and if you've been a free spirit, you you're now a, a trapped, caged animal and it broke his spirit uh so yep. i I focused on that because I said people with renal issues, kidney issues need to understand the role of the, the vasculature and its impact and how we've talked about nitric oxide, the sustained you know uh, release of healthy levels, optimal levels, with without ignoring the counter, counteracting uh, rise of, of peroxynitrite, right? which is, again, a big thing that I just love when I saw that, the comprehensive yeah. array of, as Judy Mikovits calls, cardio miracle, it's not a supplement. It's a food, John. It's a food. I hear her saying that all the time, <laughs> even today. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's great. Bringing that all in. Then enhancing of course we talked blood flow, blood viscosity, all the the, the vasculature, the, the benefit to the uh, endothelial lining, uh, you know which is not just in the, in the the bloodstream but also the lymphatic tissue. How many benefits can you start accruing? We have an article here in the in the show notes today. When the, Hopefully, the website's up and you can link to everything. Uh, but uh, it's from our friends at Children's Health Defense. There's an article here uh, that they're reporting from the Vigilant Fox. It's called Recognizing Vaccine Injury, 10 Symptoms and Remedies from Top Experts. Now, in this, they acknowledge a lot of things that are focused on the vasculature, including blood clots, uh, even yeah. brain fraud, fog, all of these things, immune issues rash. All of these things are impacted by uh, healthy or not healthy blood flow, uh, neurological issues, immune abnormalities. All of these things are impacted, uh, again, either negatively or positively in the presence or absence of things like nitric oxide. Uh, So uh, I throw that out there, John, as for me, one of the greatest additions to some things that, you know, let's face it, I know a lot of stuff. I try not to be arrogant about what I know, but it took takes a while to incorporate even new information as great as it is and I'm asking folks if you haven't considered what John has brought out to us in cardio miracle dig deep the science is all there but then you hear stories like what what happened to uh, super Don you're like yeah for me was like the real deal and then we went on from there
3: you know one thing I'd like to mention Robert because I'm kind of on a, a little bit of a bandwagon about it sometimes you know people talk about cost they talk about you know a dollar and a half a serving. Our, our we tried to, our target is to get people the 53 organic natural best ingredients money can buy in each serving for under a dollar and a half a serving. That's our goal. What's interesting is any kind of garbage product that has a handful of products that that not, none of which are organic and none of them are are really as, as high quality as our ingredients, sells on the internet for $1.33 a serving. The lowest price on most of them is $39.95 for 30 servings of something that essentially doesn't really work. So for us to have something at $1.50 or less, and we're moving, uh, one of the things we're coming out with in in January is a serving size, a commercial size, that essentially bring that serving cost down to the $1.30 range, the $1.35 range, which is unbelievable when Judy Mikevitz says that Cardio Miracle is as good as having a, a, a high nutritious meal. One of the things that's happened for me, for, for what it's worth, I, I decided, thanks to Dr. Christiane Northrup, who said that she went on a Cardio Miracle fast for five days, and she said it was the best fast she'd ever been on. So I went on, I did two of those in the last uh, five months, where I did four to five days, cardio miracle only plus water. Um, and that helped along with uh, intermittent fasting for me to drop. I, I've dropped now over 50 pounds since last May. And uh, that's made a huge impact to me. And, and I'm, I'm headed down for another 30. And it was interesting, but I, and I'd like to share with uh, people, but I've been able to substitute a meal and try getting a meal for dollar thirty or a dollar fifty. But you know cardio miracle for people who are feeling the pinch of inflation from this crazy government that's now ruining uh, many of our standards of living. Uh, when you can replace a meal for a dollar and a half with Cardio miracle, that's a pretty good deal. And, and then at the same time, you know eat, uh, eat nutritiously like you do, Don and I don't as well as you do. you're amazing in what you do. But if people would do that, they would have better nutrition, better health, and a better situation. And I happened to, you know, come off long flights, crowded conditions. You know, there were, you know, 10,000 people in the Sistine Chapel at the same time, it seemed like. I mean, there was a lot of stuff, and I was exposed to a lot of people, uh, 24 hours, eight-hour time changes, jet lag, whatever. Didn't have the jet lag. I literally went a day... Each way without sleep, the entire mm-hmm. way. I'm in you know, I'm in my seventy second year, and the tendency might be that, that you could get sick. plus, sure. I, I will, you know, plus the food often when your travels isn't the best. So interesting enough, Janet and I, when we got home, um, she felt she was having some problems with her throat and a few things. and I felt like I had a little bit of a sinus, cold type of thing, and I thought, oh, great. Here's here's what you know, because I have I have not missed a day in 17 years on nitric oxide of, of work. And so I was a little nasally, a little drippy, uh kind of had that half congested feeling in my head. I pounded the cardio miracle and in 48 hours didn't have another sign, haven't looked back. So, you know, that we're all expecting. I don't know if you're hearing about it, but people all around us are coming down with whatever new contagion that's out there. And uh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on this winter. And there's gonna be a lot of scare tactics by this these industries to try to get people to run and get these injections. I can tell you this, uh, you take a couple of scoops of Cardio Miracle, if you feel something coming on, you double up and then you use good judgment and sticking with liquids and and, and good, Uh, vegetarian practices, good juices, organic foods, and uh, fruits and vegetables, whatever, uh, and you'll knock it out. And if that isn't worth the price of admission, as well as the fact that, you know, when I took my blood pressure today, you know, it was like 116 over 70, and my pulse is 60. Now, that's, I mean, that's ridiculous that a guy still who's, you know, double your size, Robert, has blood pressure and a pulse at that, <laughs> at that rate. And so with a family history of everyone in our family dying before they were 65 of heart disease. So the proof's in the pudding. We believe that uh, we're doing a great thing to help people. We're having a, our customer appreciation uh, event right now. So if you've been a customer, look for those emails, take advantage of it. We are the only company I know of anywhere that hasn't raised their prices in the last three and a half years. Uh, We haven't, we've only improved the product in the last three and a half years, and uh, we're doing everything possible to make sure we keep that pledge through the whole next year as well.
0: Beautiful. I appreciate that so much, and and I want to speak out to all of you out there that have uh, a little bit of influence in your community as well. Perhaps you have a podcast or a blog or a sub stack, you can actually apply to become an affiliate supporter of Cardio Miracle and that affiliate support supports you too. Because the folks out here, you know who you are, doing good work should be supported as well. And that allows for more people to learn about it and for Cardio Miracle and John to invest in people that believe in freedom and health and are helping each other. And I, and I, I tell this to everybody, I said, you know the the best company i've ever worked with in this regard. and you know i've been uh doing radio for now next year it'll be the 25th year in in broadcast media um you know working all these years and uh many times turning down a lot of companies that i didn't believe in because the products were not something i would take and i couldn't get behind it so why would i ha- even take their money just to take their money uh, but to have the combination of the goodness of what this product is and to get, you know, supported and benefited, as you said, you know, using it for all the good things, to help people like Jonathan Emort, uh, to support our, our message of health freedom, all of that. It's it's quite different. There's a plus factor beyond even the product itself, which is remarkable, what I've seen and what it's done for me. You know, my resting uh, uh, heart rate, you know, below 50 in the 40s uh, at 57 <laughs> You know, run in circles around a lot of people in their 20s and 30s, certainly run in circles around my 20-year-old self. You know. um, and, and, you know, challenge of the week, occasional heavyweight champion that lasts two weeks in a row. Uh, like, dude, this is, aw- this is fun. Now, uh, it's not that everybody has to do it the way I do it or what I do. As you, John, you pointed out, you and Super Don have a different way of going about things, but you're equally in, in many ways benefited by it to do things that others would say are impossible. So I just say, open your mind to the possibilities and uh, plug into the cardio miracle journey because it's been extraordinary.
3: Well, thank you. And, you know, Robert, thanks for your inspiration. My son, Josh, uh, is starting kickboxing because of you. Awesome. Uh, he's, a, he's a major weightlifter, powerlifter. He's he, a strong guy. He's lost, a, he's lost 180 pounds in the last two and a half years. He was totally out of control. Given him his life back and and now uh, he's he started winning his spinning class even at 300 pounds wow.
0: yeah dude he's um, amazing
3: but but now he's kickboxing and i said that's good you're going to feel like you're being kicked by a clydesdale if you get kicked <laughs> yeah. by josh you know when josh a, hewlett
0: <laughs> when there's a barn raising and yes. the community can't show up they just call josh he shows up and does exactly. yeah he's exactly
3: but it's, but, but also a lot of people maybe never heard his story. It might be interesting for you to have him on sometime because love to have him on. Yeah. because um, it was probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a phone call and they said, Josh is in the hospital. And I went to see him in the hospital and he got diagnosed they had They diagnosed him with 27 lesions on his brain wow. and MS. Oh my God. And they basically, and he could barely speak. Uh, he was in a horrible situation. He was a new father um, He was vastly depressed, obviously, and I put him on uh, a nitric oxide supplement that was you know the first one I ever knew about that's vastly inferior now to Cardio miracle, but it was the best on the market at the time and then put him on greens and I put him on some mega antioxidants and and within uh, two years, they basically said, we must've misdiagnosed you because you don't have any lesions anymore. Mm -hmm. So even something as severe as that diagnosis and what he was experiencing neurologically, uh, was able to be improved. Uh, and, and then unfortunately he, he went through some challenges and so he gained an enormous amount of weight and, uh, was really on death's door and, uh, I invited him to come back and help uh, help you know help in the business uh, if he would go on a, a, a diet and uh, go on the intermittent fasting and start working out again because he you know he's a former uh, had a scholarship to play college football and so from that, um, he's just had a remarkable turnaround and so his I mean it's amazing that he's alive. So when this can affect your grandparents, your brothers, your sisters, your family members I mean my, my sweet Janet who's the greatest gal in my life uh, to see what it's meant to her life. You should, you should see a Robert on the airplane. She's sitting there. She's dishing out cardio miracle to the people around her. She's mm-hmm. filling up her bottle. She drinks this four to six to eight servings a day. I mean, but she had fibromyalgia. She had chronic fatigue. She was unfortunately on multiple, very, very strong addictive prescription drugs and and now it is people can't even believe that at 67 that she she you know she looks like she's 50 oh, and she's she terrific. is yeah. able to able to do things I, I that she never dreamed of guys
0: doing. and seeing janet and uh we'll see each other in arizona next weekend at the event and hopefully you can come to the giving tree as well the organic vegan restaurant we're going to have an event there It'd be fun to have you guys there with us in addition love
3: it we love love being there and we really, I, you paid me a wonderful compliment as being a partner and working with us through this cardio situation. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a, an, an amazing epiphany, and but you should probably have him on. It was with Reverend Bill Cook mm. of the American, the Black Robes Regiment, yeah. Pastor Cook. And I was having lunch with him in Nashville. And in the midst of that lunch, uh, I realized that he was, he was his, his mission was floundering. He was, he was not able to really make things work financially, he wasn't getting the donations and everything else. So I, I turned to him, I handed him a check and he started tearing up. And um, he said, this is gonna help save what we're doing. And I said, well, let me tell you something. If we don't save the things that you're doing, we don't have a business so i'm telling people when you support cardio America, we're supporting the patriots of this country but most of all you're you're saving your own life you're giving yourself your own life back and protecting against all these pathogens all this stress and all these problems that's not hyperbole or salesmanship no. that's just scientific fact at this yeah. point but we we want you to know we are absolutely committed to fight to the last breath to help save this country and our rights as individuals to determine our own health choices individually. And that's, that's our commitment and we stand by it.
0: Amen, brother. I thank you so much and I love you so much. I can't wait to see you next weekend. Everybody come on out to Arizona. I've got a homeopathic hit I got to do real quick before the end of the show, John, but love to okay. you and Janet. Remember the code RSB uh, to get your 15% off. And there's great stuff happening with cardio miracle into the new year as well. We'll be plugging in. It was so much fun to have you on board today.
3: Great to be with you. Thanks, Robert.
0: All right. That's John Hewlett, CardioMiracle.com. Check it out. Links are up in the show notes always at robertscabell.com. Check out today's homeopathic hit.
1: Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell
0: Show. All right. Today's homeopathic hit is going to address strains and sprains. Ruta graviolens, and this is, again, a Latin name, Ruta, uh, and you're going to find out the origin point. These homeopathic hits are brief introductions to various remedies to get you uh, beyond the fear of opening a Materia Medica. Maybe you don't want to or don't have to with this, the basic information. Today, again, homeopathic hits hitting Ruta, and you might get hit and need Ruta. It's used for strains, including ligament and tendons, as well as even things like eye strain which impacts the connective uh, tissue, if you will. Briefly, ruta is from the rue plant, R-U-E plant, an herb traditionally used for its medicinal properties. And, of course, we take it and dilute it and serially succuss it and bring it into a homeopathic state. Focusing on the physical characteristics, ruta graveolens is often used to treat conditions like tendon strains and sprains and eye strain from excessive reading or screen time. Who the heck is doing that? <laughs> Probably everybody, or the weekend warriors that injure themselves. Mentally, individuals needing RUTA may experience irritability, restlessness, and a sense of weariness. Again, there are a lot of mental and emotional components to these remedies that can indicate whether it's appropriate for you or not, mixing up with the physical and the mental. When we talk about those primary uses in the realm of strains, dealing with tendons and ligaments and strain, you you sprain your ankle, that's RUTA. Along with arnica and other things, but we'll talk about some of those adjunct remedies as well. But the area of uh, uh, the feelings that that is bruised and sore, that ruta is helpful. And eye strain, used for eye strain resulting from excessive reading or screen time, particularly when the eyes feel tired or the vision is blurry, ruta can be used there. See, it's a wide variety of things. You think, oh, ruta is a remedy for strains and sprains. And you're like, who thinks of eyes for strains? But that's part of it. And the dosage is, of course, low potencies, uh, around 6X to 30C, self-help, easily diagnosable, you know, remediable, if you will. But if you're dealing with more chronic strains or severe eye strain, you might consider consulting with a homeopath. Maybe you're working with higher potencies or otherwise. Now, if we look at complementary remedies, of course, you probably already thought of this, Arnica, Montana. Arnica used with Ruta for strains, sprains, bruising, et cetera, injuries of any kind. And Euphrasia, which we covered recently, eye bright in a homeopathic form, complements Ruta in treating eye strain, especially when there's redness or irritation present. And I added in addition, Rustoxicodendron. I don't know if we've done Rustox yet, but it's a remedy that's so common I think we might have. But when we're talking about skeletal inflammation, including arthritis, sprains, and strains, Rustox is a great combination remedy or used in combination with Ruta, along with Colchicum, what I didn't add, and we'll get to another day. So avoid self-prescribing for chronic or severe conditions. And if symptoms worsen or persist, please consult with a qualified homeopathic professional. And remember the versatility of Ruta, effective for ligament strains and sprains and eye strain. And I'd love for you to keep staying tuned in to the Robert Bell Show for more of these homeopathic hits to get you in, not to replace your doctor necessarily, unless you want that to be the case, but to bring you information that empowers you to make more or fully informed decisions. And that's what we're here to do to bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. As I wrap up the show until the bonus round at 60 seconds from now, the power to heal is yours. Hey guys, we're back. Hi. Bonus round.
1: Sounded How like was you right? were on the phone or something.
0: Well, I just, I got a message from of all people, Frank Stallone, uh, on, on Instagram, ah. uh, and he's just talking about, funny enough, strains and sprains. I don't know if he's watching the show or not. But anyway, uh, I'll follow up with him after the show. Uh, that was so much fun having John back on the show. We, had, we it's, He's so busy it's traveling while. and everything. I, I just, yeah. on a whim, called him to check in. And he says, when am I coming back on your show? I'm like, I looked at the hour two. I'm like, how about today? That'd be fun. And so thank you, John, for being on board, flexing with us today. And yep. uh, excited to see everybody in Arizona next weekend.
2: All right.
1: Well, things uh have been a little busy here uh recently over in the Rumble chat room. Cetros Spotlight okay. is back. Hey Cetros. Our our uh we we you know we should make him like the official vegan of the show. Yes. I well, think, we, right? We have he always brings it.
0: He always yep. brings it. Hey Cetros um, should join us at the uh the the Giving Tree. That's an organic vegan restaurant in Phoenix oh, where we're gonna be at next Friday.
1: There you go. Think about Cetra Spotlight as you're eating your vegan dinner.
0: Yeah. And also vegan Jim uh is in the uh the, the chat room at RobertScapell.com. Oh
1: no. Can we handle
0: two? Yeah. Um, there's
1: another vegan.
0: Yeah. He doesn't like the vitamin D source because he's vegan. But hey, join us at the uh
1: wait a minute, that might be the cream. same guy. Because he was be making the same, the same comment on Rumble, I think. Okay. It's the same guy with different names.
0: Gotcha. All right. So, so Cetro
1: Spotlight, is... his real name is Jim
0: v- Vegan Jim. Ah. Secret right. identity revealed. Damn it, Jim. Jo- Join us <laughs> at the Giving Tree Friday, the 3rd uh, of November. Is it November already? It'll be November. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, now,
1: now, uh, see, now I see. I mean, I'm just going to call him Jim now. I okay. like it. It's easier. Jim. All right. Jim, I'll be bones. You can be Jim. Damn it, Jim. Uh, he made a comment here, which I think is interesting because I don't think it's it's 100% accurate, but quite mm-hmm. often the homeopathic remedies are uh, plant-based. Yes. But there's also animal-based sure. homeopathic remedies as well. The, the one that comes to mind, because I really don't know any of the other ones, but I'm sure mm-hmm. I can look it up. Yeah, uh, was one that made me laugh back in the day, and it was homeopathic owl, which <laughs> I, I, I can't. Remedy that it's I not, called, but used. it is a remedy. It yeah. is, it is a remedy. Homeopathic yeah. owl.
0: Well, apis, apis is the venom of the honeybee. So, um, yeah, that is a, an animal-based remedy, and we talk right. about the snake venoms. Although the venoms themselves are, you know, milked from snakes, converted into homeopathic form. Um, right. so you don't often have to kill an animal to get the remedy from them. You know, right. you can use, uh, the milk from animals, lac caninum, right? These are things that are also used as homeopathic remedies, but yeah, the vast majority of them are mineral or plant-based, uh, that, that predominates. And, and it's not common, uh, or also common that the, you know, if you look at the homeopathic remedies in their origin, most of them are not animal based, but, right. um, you know, vegans won't even drink milk or have cheese, so that's you know the vegetarianism True. to the next level, if you will. But
1: see, now here's the thing about about homeopathy, and I'm, mm-hmm. this is just me just just coming up with this out uh, top top of my head, but it seems yeah. like um, you could literally, if you can, if you can come up with an energy. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically everything that we're surrounded by has an energy of some sort. I mean, it just doesn't matter. Everything yes, has all life, an energy. Things,
0: even a mineral has energy, although it's a you right. know, the mineral of consciousness of a mineral as opposed to a human right. or an animal. But, yes.
1: So if you, can, if you can come up with, if you can make sense of a, a particular item or, or, you know, substance – Mm-hmm. Um and and you can connect the dots between the energy that you perceive that 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 uh, substance to have and then a, a, a physical mental condition that would seem to correlate with the energy that 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 puts off mm-hmm. and I guess using the law of similars, right yeah. you know that isn't so many obvious that you can literally take just about anything and create a homeopathic remedy with it.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean in 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 um yeah, based on theory, right? The, yes, the law of similars, the energy, the you know, the conversion of from material to energetic or metabolic. Uh yes, theoretically everything that carries an energy signature on some level from physical to energetic uh, more uh let's say it's more essence, its essence as a yeah,
1: because I've 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 learned, I've seen uh, that people have made homeopathic remedies from things like electricity mm-hmm. you know where it's like you know that's not like a hey, hi I'm holding some electricity you know I mean it's a it's a mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's, it's basically an energy, an energy itself. in itself right yeah correct correct interesting and so that mm-hmm. is where mm-hmm. then if you if you take that to the next level mm-hmm. that is where the the idea of of doing this, yeah, works too because I mean, like
0: paper remedies. Yes. You're
1: putting out an energy as Associated you say the with, words yeah. and mm-hmm. a and a meaning and an intention yeah. that has an energy in itself. And the 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 process of of putting that down on paper, then you're like transferring
0: that to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, I, I get these things. It's I intentionality at that. In that point, right? Right. You, you know, and, right. and that gets into the power of co-creation. Some would say it's esoteric. You know, I try to, uh, you know, d- discard the easy dismissal oh, of these things to take it into now, the quantum realm. But go ahead. No, no,
1: I, I hear you. How do you like this here? This is Jim. Okay. Jim says, right, water has frequency. Super mm-hmm. He says, hence the water in an animal mm-hmm. carries its energy. Mm-hmm. So are you telling me then that you could extract the water and you would be extracting the energy of that animal with it? Yeah. So if I took a mouse and he squeezed the water out of it, <laughs> <laughs> I now have mouse power. Don't uh, squeeze
0: I, it too it, hard. but
1: nah, it's, it's interesting, and that's where you get into the structured
0: water type of, of Sure, uh, understanding uh, of that thing, energy right? carried in water, yes. Yeah, I mean, you can also, of course, take that water or water-alcohol combination and what they call impregnate, I don't know if it's actually accurate, but it's talked about that way, the, the uh, little globules, the sugar globules that can be Lactose or sucrose or a combination of it. And what happens is that the water itself dissolves, but that which it carried is left as an imprint on the outer coating of that uh, little medicated pellet or BB. Uh, There are, uh, let's say, tableted powders that are compressed into kind of tablets that are different where the remedy is contained within the lactose sucrose powder, for instance, as as a delivery system. Uh, but you know this is how you deliver it, either on those little globules or powders or water-based remedies, uh, but they all seem to be able to deliver uh, that which is needed.
1: And some of them have alcohol in them.
0: yeah, alcohols typically used as a preservative right. I've taken remedies and preserved them with silver though uh, right. and that could be done as well. but I'm not I'm not making them and selling them in in, uh, in in commerce where then suddenly the Food Drug Cosmetic Act FDA goes, oh wait a second. You know, I want to inspect your facility. I'm like, no, I'm not selling them. I'm, I'm making them myself. But yeah, you can get those. Once you put them into commerce, then they claim uh, dominion over it. And this is where Jonathan Emore. In fact, one of the, the, uh, the things we talked about before we went to air today, Diane Miller from National Health Freedom Action, National Health Freedom Coalition, has a little YouTube video presentation on regulation of homeopathic medicines in, in the United States. And I don't know if you included that today, but certainly we can get Diane back on. She's amazing as well. She was on the Health Freedom panel at the Health Freedom Expo. Course, I, too.
1: I just, throughout the entire show, I've been trying to get back into the website. And I just, as we, right before we went to break, I mm-hmm. just managed to finally be able to to get the uh, homeopathic hit on the homeopathic hit page.
0: Oh, okay. So it's downloadable. It's now.
1: extremely crazy today. Okay. So I will attempt to try and add some stuff
0: there yeah. um,
1: throughout the day. I get in there and I have like a few minutes and then it goes down again. So, yeah, uh, Candace Candace Owens.
0: Owens just tweeted out um, another mass shooting that big pharma is going to get away with never a discussion about the antipsychotic medications that these shooters all have in common. So we'll do the usual political song and dance while the American drug cartel billionaires count their billions. You know, this is this is yeah. What we, we don't listen. About.
1: We don't know. We Honestly, we don't know at this point because it's very hard to get them to give that information out.
0: Of course. But All we can do is speculate most of the time. They acknowledged he was under psychiatric care and that had been even under a program. For a short period of time.
1: Point. Here's here's yeah. what we know. He He's a, an Army reservist. He's He has not seen combat. So we don't have
0: a PTSD situation going on. Well, no, PTSD is more than just combat, though. Well, you know what happened. I'm you saying, though. Yes, People, I do. Yeah. You know,
1: it's not a, a, I was in Vietnam, you know, right. type thing. Um, but in any case, um, they're still looking for the guy. The interesting, the, the, the one development that I've seen is um, his boat and his jet ski were missing. So they're thinking, oh, and then, I guess apparently he, did, he ditched his car by, a, by a, like a boat ramp or something like that. So they've got the U.S. Coast Guard now looking, uh, for, him. looking for him on the water.
0: Yeah, well, if this guy was also suicidal when we talk about some of these shooters are doing it and they end up wanting to be shot and killed, uh, Mm -hmm. you don't normally run like that, the way this guy apparently is doing, but uh, we'll see. I Just the the focus, again, I I think Candace Owens' point is, you know, and and we talked with Darla Schein, our friend Darla, about this, and she's right on. You know, the same scenario keeps popping up. And, no, we don't have definitive proof that he was on any of these meds, but if you're under the VA care, even for a short period of time, and you're diagnosed psychiatric – their only response is, well, it's not nutrition. It's they don't put people on Cardio Miracle. Yeah. They put them on SSRIs pretty much. So that's why it's a reasonable conclusion. Oh, totally. 100%. Yeah.
1: In fact, you know, that's the first thing, and I know you do too. That's the first yeah. thing that I think of when I see these these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very rare, though, to find out that they're on medication. They, just, they don't, just don't give that out a lot of the time. Sometimes they do, and we've covered yeah. a, a number of those. Um, and there have been reporters that will ask uh, those types of pointed questions, but quite often they don't. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see what's going on.
0: Oh, my goodness. i got to work on my PowerPoint for next weekend. Um, I'm going to try to talk about raising drug-free kids and drug-free adults. <laughs> All right. I think that'll be a good one. What else is going on in the chat room? It's been pretty lively on the various uh, social media places where we're not banned today. Mm-hmm. People are really, a lot of people are doing Cardi Miracle and loving it as well. Uh, so. Oh, by the
1: way, I found, I went back and looked. Mm-hmm. If, if you find, if this is is um, something we want to show, but these were the numbers, uh, my wife's numbers. I had to go back on my email. Gotcha and find them and so some of these i really don't know much about
0: so this was before and after the numbers here of cardia miracle for her yep so the the bun creatinine uh normal 12 to 20 one month ago she was at 25 which is above normal and then after going on how long was she on cardio miracle before this test yeah one month one month it was down in the normal range right uh chloride normal last the month before it was 115 not above normal then it went into the normal range uh sodium level uh, was 155 above the normal range of high end of 145. When she was on Cardio Miracle for a month, it went down to 134. There's the GFR that uh, uh, John Hewlett was talking about that is uh, specific to the kidneys they always, often talk about. Normal is above 60. She had been below that for two years. And after a month on Cardio Miracle, she was up over 90. Yep. And even the glucose improved from being well high above the 106 to 144. Mm-hmm. It went down to 107, almost to the normal range. So dude, that's so amazing. Just so amazing. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons to get on Cardio Miracle every day.
1: All right. What else we got going on here? Uh,
0: By the way, went back to, uh, see, uh, Dr. Kenneth Oliver with my wife today. After you know going going like fifty treatments of that magnetic stuff and doing those exercises, and uh, I, I showed up after she'd done the exercise test again. You know, we showed that on the screen. If those of you missed the two interviews I did with Dr. Kenneth Oliver, chiropractic neurologist, sensational what he's been able to do and help my wife to do. And God bless you, Kenneth. I'll get him back on again. Uh, from the crazy lines, squiggly lines, as you followed her eyes to the where it was today, it was like textbook beautiful as far as the bell curve and all the things. Uh, just a, a sensational uh, things that, that have been achieved through the use of what I call chiropractic neurology because he's a chiropractor. He's also a neurologist, but not an MD neurologist. And uh, uh, just I get chills thinking about what he's been able to help my wife achieve, uh, which That's is awesome. really exciting. Yeah. yeah, so more good news there. So uh, Barbara Schlesman, curious if it can help with chronic UTIs. Well, in, in, in many ways, I see these urinary tract infections, the recurrent UTIs, due to liver congestion. Now, I I describe it this way. The liver is the primary place where first the stuff comes to, that your body, the metabolites or toxins, whatever. The liver is charged with binding, transforming, before it can be excreted either as solid waste via the colon or urine, you know, liquid waste via the the kidneys, urinary tract. And if the the liver is congested, it can't do its job efficiently. It's gonna send things down to the kidneys that the kidneys go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not really good at this. And that's going to create alterations in pH, alterations, inflammation, you know, other things that create a growth medium for things that normally wouldn't grow there, like bacteria that they detect and say, oh, you have an infection. Uh, so part of the process of why Cardio Miracle can help is not because it's an anti-infection medicine per se. It's a dietary supplement or as Judy Mike says, it's food, but the enhancement to the health of blood flow anywhere and everywhere in the body which will increase what? The delivery of nutrients and oxygen will increase the ability to remove those things as well, enhance the function of the liver, enhance the function of the kidneys and the bladder and all of that. So if there is an ongoing UTI situation that you've determined it's not a physical, like a prolapse or any kind of impingement physically, right? Uh, Then we look at function. We look at diet. Are you eating too much refined carbohydrates, feeding bacteria, for instance? Is there an overgrowth of of yeast because of ongoing use of antibiotics or exposure to glyphosate, which acts like one in the gut and more? And so those are other things to consider. But I would say I would definitely want you doing the Cardio Miracle every day. And uh, if you need, there are homeopathic remedies, some of which we haven't covered yet for urinary tract focus. That hasn't come up on our homeopathic hit list yet. And, you know, I always talk about the homeopathic trio uh, for the liver, and it's not an exhaustive list, but it's the easy way to access it, the bryonia, the Nox Vomica, the chelodonium. But there are others that are specific to the kidneys we can talk about, including taraxicum, dandelion, uh, that we'll get to. But it's a long answer to your curious qu- question, Barbara, can it help with UTIs? I believe so, yes, and I wanted to explain why, in fact, that it could.
1: And what other things would you suggest for UTIs?
0: Uh, well, Berberis is another homeopathic remedy along with Taraxacum. Um, there are uh, a number of remedies we haven't hit yet. That's what I'm saying. You right. can look online at various <clears throat> homeopathic companies that make formulas for urinary tract health. You can investigate the remedies and go, oh, I see that remedy. I've heard about that one. Or you don't know or use them all in combination. That's fine, too. But remember to hydrate. And I would say another thing to consider, Barbara, if you haven't already, having dissolved hydrogen in your water. And I don't know if you have an Echo water system, but even if you don't have the the under sink or whatever unit that, that it purifies the water too, you can get the Echo Go, which you can take clean water, put it in there, and and it'll dissolve hydrogen in it within minutes. So you can drink that every day. That would also be a great benefit for the urinary tract health. We have a discount for that too. I think
1: we do. In fact, I you were you I, you didn't talk long enough. I'm grabbing something. Real
0: oh, I'm cool. sorry. You were you were finding something. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. uh, yeah, actually, I got something from uh, from Audrey. This was it this morning, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's a PDF. But hold on, let's see here. <sighs> anyway, dead air.
0: You know. <coughs> okay. Um, there's a, a update I got from Tracy Slepsovic. We've got the. Uh, AHS conference uh, in, well, February 2nd and 3rd in San Antonio, I believe, Texas. Uh, let's see if I have the update on that. Yes, um, the ticket prices will increase on November 1st. So if you're planning to be with us February 2nd and 3rd of 2024, you can get tickets at autismhealth.com and the promo code AHS2024. We'll give you $25 off. I don't know if there's a promo code for us, RSB. It might be, but try it. But regardless, get the money off to be with us at the JW Marriott San Antonio Hill Country Resort and Spa February 2nd and 3rd, 2024. Early bird registration expiring. Well, it's basically October 31st, so you got a little bit of time, but jump on it. All right, there's the Echo Go. Um, There looks like to be a QR code for those of you who are willing to do those. I know some of you don't like those things, but if you go to uh, the Echo website, Um, And you use, what is our discount code? Is it RSB? I think so. Yeah. But you can click that code. It should take you there to get the discount on the various ECHO uh, technologies, products for water, uh, purification, and dissolved molecular hydrogen. And they even have an ECHO Clean that use hypochlorous acid. So there's a lot of options there with ECHO. So So. it says
1: here... If you use that QR code, it'll take you to the main page of the website, and it will give you a twenty percent. Uh, it will give you uh, the. Is it ten percent off? I think I don't know. Yeah, ten percent off. Okay, cool. Um, and according to this, she's saying that if you just use the the QR code,
0: yeah, it's automatic.
1: It's automatic.
0: Yeah. Okay, so if you scan so that's that, what you code want to Super do. put up. Yep. Uh, I'm sure. I'll could...
1: I'll get this stuff up on the website uh, here. Yeah.
0: Soon. Like I said, the the difficulty is the website's still migrating from GoDaddy to wherever it's going, a better place. So uh, bear with us on that. All right, i got to see if I can open up Zoom and get the invitation out today. I meant to do that every day. It's so busy. (laughs) I'm going to look and
1: see what we got going on tomorrow.
0: What do we have tomorrow? So
1: now, now did Michael Bolton say he's not going to be on tomorrow?
0: Yeah, he has his anniversary with his honey, and what am I going to say? Okay. You know, I can't, All right. can't say don't celebrate, although I wish you would celebrate with us, but okay. We uh,
1: we have got a guest in our one tomorrow. His name is John Gusty. Mm-hmm. John Gusty um, spent 30 years in the entertainment industry, working behind the curtain with some of music's biz- biggest names. Yeah. Uh, and then he turned his attention to health and wellness in an effort to help his wife heal from what was originally diagnosed as MS. Mm-hmm. And then he soon realized after doing that, that the same deceit and profit motive that was plaguing the entertainment media was even worse inside the medical industrial complex. Wow. So uh, he is a a devout agorist and a champion of individuality. And he now devotes his time to producing content that celebrates the spirit of sovereignty in all aspects of life.
0: Mm.
1: And he wrote a book called the red pill revolution. So he will be on in our first hour tomorrow. Second hour will just be news of the day, probably our next homeopathic hit. Okay? You want to know what it is? Yes. I'm not going to tell you.
0: You're going to you're not it's a sneak preview.
1: Uh let's see. Today we did Ruda. I do not know what this one is. S- Sabina.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Can you I stump? The the, can I
1: stump the homeopath? You know what Sabina is for?
0: No, I well, I don't use that one every day, but I know Ooh, it. I gotcha. But yeah, I got to jump in on that and go. You'll be oh, happy yeah.
1: about Monday though. Monday is no. one that you talk about a lot. It is S- you, Spongia you. Tosta is on oh, Monday. Oh, Spongia. Well, we haven't yeah. done that one.
0: That's cool. Sabine, right? Oh,
1: and then on Tuesday, yeah.
0: Tarrantula oh, Hispanica. The, the Sabina, of course, is a lot female focus. That's yes. why I'm a guy. That's no, I, why. I, I, I know. It? You're supposed I, to know everything. Excuse, You're Mr. Yeah.
1: know it all. Okay, so on Tuesday, tar- yeah. Tarantula Hispanica,
0: tarantula. Yeah. A Spanish tarantula. So we're going to do a spider-based remedy.
1: So we got Spongia on Monday, Tarantula on Tuesday, Thuja on Wednesday. So excellent. Veratrum Virat- uh, vir- virata- album? Album? Yeah.
0: Now, suberty Yeah just to let people know there are times where we we mean to every time we do a new live show do the homeopathic hit. We yeah. barely got it in today, right uh but there's sometimes we you know sometimes we don't, but for the most part, we've been really good about it since we've instituted the daily homeopathic hits. Do you know how many we've done so far?
1: I could count if you want me okay. to Let's see here, so going backwards. Uh, today was Ruta, so that would be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26,
0: 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. We started off with Cilicia as number one. Mm-hmm. So 31
1: so far. There you go. Wow. 31 flavors. <laughs> yep. All right. So let's see. We got one more comment over here. Oh, let's see here. Um oh, here's a question. So Shannon. Oh, so, oh by the way, Shane had uh, uh, some comments earlier in the show. I sent those to you. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Where is Shane at? Oh, here on Skype. Shane. Oh, I hate it when I can't immediately find what I'm looking for. All right. Anyway, come on, tap dance, entertain the people while I'm looking. Oh, I I hear I, what
0: I'm doing right now. All right, right Robert
1: Super D, uh hope you're well. Apparently, okay. he's having some issues on YouTube. Um, This is when I think you were talking about the totalitarian uh, medicine. Okay. But in any case, he's, apparently YouTube gave him a warning because he's talking about colloidal silver and ozone therapies. Yeah. And he says it looks like they may end up uh, banning
0: him for that.
1: Well, well that, you'll be uh, in good. You'll be in good company, Shane.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. Listen, we we had a good ride. I, I just still wish that we could somehow get them to release all the shows that they yeah. probably still have in their servers. Maybe. I mean, it'd be nice. Just release it. You don't want it on your thing. Let us have it. Yeah. But, man, we just no had to carry heaven. on. We broke the rules. Now, come on. Yeah.
1: If you do it for one, you got to do it for everybody. All right. Uh, then he says, "What if you notice the Echo Go bottle not producing as much dissolved hydrogen? Is there a way to clean it with baking soda to clean the electroplates on the bottom? That would probably be a Paul question. That's a Paul right?
0: question. We got to get Paul back on for that one. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: So hang on to that, Sean, um, and we'll get Paul on again soon. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Um, and remind me, and we'll get we'll get that answered for you. So, okay. Well, that takes care of Rumble. And let's see here. Uh, Leslie wants to let us know that uh, they found their goat. Oh, wonderful. It was in the neighbor's barn this morning. Right.
0: Goat and on speaking the of
1: Leslie, um, she has an update that got published last night on our podcast network. Um, oh,
0: she's got a new show?
1: Yeah, it's not an episode, but it's just an update on what's been going on since the last time that she had an episode because it's been a while. Okay, So it's just kind of filling everybody in on what's going on with the Leslie household. Right. Uh, apparently, they're they're actually inside of a house now, and not in an RV.
0: They're in a the house.
1: I think so. It's like a little I,
0: house. They couldn't have moved into the big house yet.
1: Yeah. Well, or maybe it's the recording. She's recording in the little house, but in, oh, and not doing it not in the army. Maybe okay, that's that what it is. Sense. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. But yeah, she's, yeah, this nice big room. I got to see a picture of it. It's a tiny house, she says. <laughs> that's a thing. There are people that purposely go out and live in these tiny houses. Have you seen these things?
0: Yep, I have.
1: It's like living in a in, a, in an oversized closet. You know, you got just enough room to sit in a thing and... And some of I have to admit, they get pretty clever on the way that they design them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like a, you know, it's like f- f- 400 square feet or so. I mean, it's some kind of ridiculous thing, like you're living in a in a can. I don't know how people do it. You don't even know what I'm saying, Doug. You're, you're busy I, reading stuff. I'm,
0: and, I'm busy setting up <laughs> the AMA, the Zoom AMA invite. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, fine. So I'm going to copy this invitation. I take it back. Copy meeting invitation. <laughs>
1: anyway, the, the tiny house thing, is. I think it's, I understand why people do it. Because mm-hmm. you literally, you could take one of those things, put it on a trailer uh, and pull it behind your truck. Okay. That, that's your house. Um, And like I said, I, I think it's clever, but I, I don't think I could do it. I think it's like, it's like what Leslie's doing right now or what she's mm-hmm. been doing for the last, I don't know how long now, a couple of years. Mm-hmm. That would make me, I'd I'd go insane. It's just claustrophobic, you know, it's just like, uh,
0: but anyway, I digress. Okay, you're digressing very well while I'm doing the invitation here. I don't lose it here. Uh, It's going to be on Saturday, October 28th, not all day, 10 a.m., and then we'll go to... So we're at the end
1: of October. It's almost Halloween, Mm -hmm. For those that that celebrate that, it's going to be very cold here on Halloween, but we'll be taking the kids out to go do something. Um, Now, remind me, when was it you said that you uh, were thinking that we could start the Detox Dialogues?
0: I was thinking November. November, so that's coming up.
1: yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be fun. Lori says, I'm not going to make it to the AMA this month. I have a funeral to go to.
0: Oh, oh. No, I'm sorry about that. Okay. Sorry. So let's see. Saving that. We
1: will miss you. Send. That's coming up on Saturday. Okay. this coming Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh, mm-hmm. For Patreon members, if you want to come join the Patreon family, if you can get the website to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a banner on the right-hand side uh, for as little as $4.99 a month. It's not even five bucks. Yeah. Uh, you can... Join the Patreon, uh, get access to a bunch of content that is not available elsewhere, access to all of the AMAs that we've done for the last however many years we've been doing it now, Mm -hmm. um, and you'll be able to participate on the one that's coming up on Saturday. We'd love to have you.
0: That would be great. be great. We're going to have fun. (sighs) All right. right. Take a deep breath. We've gone, well, pretty much a full uh, two and a half hours today. Two and a half hours? A little longer bonus round. We've been on the go. I had some time to be able to, to kind of hang out and also simultaneously call it multitask, get the Zoom AMA invite ready. And I yeah. sent it. You should have it so you can make I've sure. I've got it, it tra- right in
1: front of me. I'm going to drop okay. that on Patreon uh, as soon as we're off the air.
0: And the Patreon page is technically not on our website, even though there's a Patreon sign-up banner, right, or something.
1: Yeah, there's a banner that will
0: take you yeah. to Patreon. Got it. If you want to drop it into the chat rooms, that's fine. Otherwise, we'll see you there, but we'll see you tomorrow. That's the plan before we head into the weekend. And uh, God bless you all for being here. Thanks to John Hewlett. Thanks to Jonathan Emord. Thanks to all y'all in the chat rooms, various chat rooms, including those who have struggled to be with us on our website, which has been up and down all day, robertscottbell.com. And thanks for those of you on Rumble and later on the podcast. We appreciate you too. Uh, Please spread the word, you know, because you know about the show doesn't mean others do. Uh, share it if you think it's worthwhile, and if you're here, you might you might think that, and then join us even even more uh, for our Zoom AMA on Saturday, the 28th of October, and then next week, see you in Arizona, Giving Tree, and everything else that we're going to do. So,
1: yep. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, and until then, you guys have a wonderful afternoon.